you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 269. On tonight's episode, the Manling played a game of Age of Sigmar. And he did hobby. So they're gonna have an episode where they don't just talk about a book, but they actually talk about things they do in the hobby. It's amazing. It's just, I don't actually believe it. Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to Garage, you tools. For the next uh, maybe about two hours, going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a laugh or two along the way. Bringing you Sigvald and Lady Olinder and dragons. Now, dragons. Do you believe it? Dragons. I'm Dave Whitek, and with me in the beginning of the show, as always, is Lindsay, the albino Canadian hockey puck. Say hi, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Yes. No. I'm wonderful. I'm glad. I'm glad you're glad to be here. And I heard that. I heard that. Uh, hopefully, within about a month, the Canadian border will open up, and we'll be able to see all our friends in Canada. That's a wonderful thing. Um, but before that, I just want to take a minute to thank all of the sponsors, both foreign and domestic, that make this show possible. That includes Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Six Squared Studios who do all your basing and MDF needs. And if you have the rights to the things, can 3D print you just about anything you need. And also, let's not forget Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognards. Um, in fact, there was stuff happening this weekend. That's where I was doing some more hammer gaming. Um, what else? Really quick, want to thank the Patreon sponsors, those people who think this show is actually worth money, even though it's a free show. And the Patreon sponsors, you are part of the almost 1% who make everything that happened on this show possible. That includes the associate producers, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, and Big Jake, our executive producer, Colin Miller, and our newest Patreon patrons, Tyler McDonald and Bethany Davis. Thank you both for joining the group and being a part of the 1%. Thank you all, all of our Patreon sponsors, past, present, and future, for making this show and everything we do possible. Also, let's not forget about voicemail. I have voicemail. You can call the voicemail line. You call 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6. You call that number, you leave a voicemail, I play the voicemail, then we talk about it. I do have a voicemail that played, uh, it was from like a month or so ago, I haven't forgotten about it. Uh, I was asking about some of the names of the different armies and some of their meanings, and I haven't forgotten about that, and I think we're going to talk about that in the lore episode, which is coming out in like two days, because, uh, let's see, uh, we're, the episode recording now should have come out 16 days ago, and the episode recording tomorrow should have come out yesterday. So, whew, ugh, that's bad. Um... I'm going to run to a break really fast. Look at me just running through the intros because I can't wait to talk to you guys about stuff that's going on and bring uh, Chris Walker, who was on last episode, bring him back on. And uh, then we're going to come back from the break and we are going to talk about our gaming and our fun and Age of Sigmar and all that good stuff right as soon as we come back. Right, folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, 
Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back. That's right. We are back. We are here. Um, we meaning me and Chris Walker. Chris, thank Hello. You. So Chris was on last episode. Chris is here. He's going to be on the next couple of episodes. Um, we're talking uh, today because he and I got together at Grognards and uh, had a game yeah. uh, of AOS 3.0 uh, as well as doing some other stuff. So this is kind of exciting. Uh, Chris, I know you listen when you're not yes. helping out, and uh, like for the past year, it's been nothing. If it's not a, if it's not a battle tome, it's yeah. a, it's a fiction. It's a black library book. Uh, we don't have a book this episode. And a lot of and a lot of books coming out. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's more coming. I mean, I you know, we've can't got wait. yeah. I mean, new Stormcast and new Orcs at least, right? Ooh, I mean, the Stormcast one is my yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah, and especially with what's been coming out with the stuff we've mm-hmm. seen today and stuff. So I'm, like, super mm-hmm. excited. But today we're just mm. talking about our hobby, which brings us into... Fantastic. The Toolbox, brought to you by Chaos yeah. Work Superstore. Chaos Work Superstore. Chaos Work Superstore. So uh, <laughs> we haven't done a Toolbox in forever, so if you're new to the show, the Toolbox is where we talk about the things we've done as far as hobby, like modeling and just doing <laughs> hobby stuff. Uh, we talk about any gaming we've done, and then we yeah. do other, which is anything mm. that any any geek thing that we like, uh, anything we've been reading, oh, movies, God. things we've been watching, <laughs> stuff like that. That's always the longest segment lately because <laughs> I just you have, I, you have you have tapped into a deep source of geekdom here. So that's um. wonderful. <laughs> so let's get on to this. So uh, toolbox, first of all, hobbying, what have you been doing? I, now I see your stuff on Twitter and by the way, what's your Twitter handle, Chris? So it is at Seawalker six nine zero. Yes. And if you follow Chris, you will see lots of hobby mm. progress stuff. He's constantly posting stuff. He's painting. You've been doing a lot of hobbies. So what's been going on? I have. So I have been, well, I've been working on this uh, Slanesh army, He Knights of Slanesh army. I actually painted that army in preparation for our game on Saturday. <laughs> wow. I didn't even have all my stuff painted. I've had the army for like a year. I'm like pulling stuff out. I'm like, oh, man. I had most, I had about half of it painted. And I was like, oh, we're going to play Saturday. So I, I knocked out the rest of it. So that was fun. And that then I'm also working on an Ultramarines army. I've been painting some Eliminators. For my ultramarines, uh, I've got some gloom spite. Oh, I've got the um, I've got the the wolf rider guys for underworld on my bench, and I've got the dread pageant on my bench. They're all primed. <laughs> oh boy! Is there an so, army you don't do, Chris? Like, I mean, for mm-hmm. people who don't know, Chris is like one of those games workshop <laughs> enthusiasts. He's uh, 40k yeah. Age of Sigmar, um, yeah. underworlds. underworlds. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I've got a yeah, Lord of the Rings set, a listener set. We're going to have to play that at some point because I promised oh, yeah. him we'd play it and talk about that as a garage gamer. Mm-hmm. And I've got Man, the, I'm down. I've got the, the starter set, the Riders of Rohan and the sure. stuff. So we definitely need to get a game of that. In oh, yeah. I just, I, just, I just painted the Fellowship like two weeks ago. So. Oh, okay. So we definitely got to get that in. See, there we go. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what else? <laughs> oh, man. What aren't you painting, man? Uh, well, I've been, well, I've also been rebasing too. So a lot of my uh, slanesh preparation was rebasing old models. I got a bunch of these Juan Diaz demonettes. Oh, that okay. I, that I painted up a long time ago. So I've been rebasing them because I'm going to use those as the the demons that you summon when you use depravity points. Right. Just so you don't get confused with like what's already there, which is I'm using the new models for that with the stuff that gets summoned on. So I'm using the older, maybe you know, older models for those. So I've got, I've got old fiends. I've got old. I've actually got two generations of old seekers that I can use. I've got old demonettes. Yeah, all kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. So, so I've been rebasing all that stuff, and yeah, I think. Next, I want to finish these Eliminators. That's next on my thing. And then I've got a Phobos Captain that I want to paint. And then I've got, actually got a bunch of Death Guard that I want to do. Wow. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's so much. How about you, Dave? Okay. uh, Well, uh, Games Workshop was nice enough to send me not only Dominion, Mm. Uh, oh yeah, I gotta work on that too. So I built all of the, the uh, what are they? The cruel boys. Oh yeah, I kind of like them. They're sweet. Like I'm not starting a new army, but I kind of got to start for Aren't a new you? army here, and we'll <laughs> see when that book comes out. Here's the thing: I do. You say have, you're not starting a new army. We just assembled a whole army. Oh, so I love I, to assemble and build stuff. Like I'll do yeah. that all day long. Mm. So I built the cruel boys that came with that set. Mm-hmm. Um, I do happen to have thirty. Like still bare metal, never even primed, mm. um, black orcs. Yeah. So like they're like I could, if I picked up a couple of brutes or a yeah. or a or a, Just guy. Get a a maw crusher and six uh, of the of the pig rider guys, and you're done. See, and I'm, see, I'm, <laughs> I'm close, but it's like, do I want to start another army? But I do love me some orcs, so oh, it's yeah. like, oh. Um, so I did that. Well, I I, built- I was going through my I was going through my cases the other day of like stuff I've had packed away, like the the ninth edition or not the ninth edition the Warhammer and the Old World teaser came out on the website right, and they said that you know we're we're gonna do this it's all gonna be square bases current models I was like oh man, so I just like started looking through my stuff and I pulled out my dwarf models <laughs> wow. I opened the war machines for the dwarfs and I was like. Oh, <laughs> back! And then I opened up the the one the war machines for the goblins. I almost fainted. I was so excited. So, oh, see now here's the thing. I've, <laughs> I've got a bunch of old orcs and goblins that I don't mm-hmm. even need, but I also have, um, and this is actually going up. Like, is is getting sold? This is a part of that's going to be the in mm-hmm. the clear out section. But mm-hmm. I have all of Chris Barnett's old armies. Oh yeah. And outside of the Chaos Dwarves, which he will never part with, he's like, right. look, I'm really not doing anything. Sure. He's got a whole Bretonian army. 
Oh man, I got one of those. And he's got a he's got a whole Tomb Kings army. He's got stuff like still mm-hmm. in shrink wrapped in the boxes. Oh boy. Oh wow. And yeah. uh, and uh, it was he had dark elves, Bretonians, Tomb Kings. And so that's all going. So with the, with the announcements of the old world, mm-hmm. I, I, he's like, he's not, he, he left it all. Like he's been moving around the country. So he just mm-hmm. left all his armies here. He's like, you could play sure. with them if you'd like. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, what am I going to do with all this? Like, I don't want to right. rebase and do your armies again. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, you know, so I'm like, well, I'll help you out. I'll sell them for you. And he's like, well, you know, you can, you can keep part of it. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, good luck, Barnett, because now that they've announced old world, I have a feeling uh-huh. that the, these, these units might, right, might rake him in a little extra cash. So, oh, for sure. So we're hoping that'll work for him, but yeah, so much stuff coming out. Um, oh my God. So I did the cruel boys mm-hmm. and then, uh, I was building some terrain because Games Workshop again sent the extremist box set, oh. and so I've got more cruel boys, and yep. the cool little terrain. That terrain is really nice. It's, it's really cool. I wish you could buy it outside of the well, extremist. I'm, I'm hoping you're going to be able to sooner or later because it's four yeah. pieces, and I would love to get doubles of those. Like I would yep. buy it again if they sold it just a terrain set for that bit. I would mm-hmm. buy it. Because it's really nice. And it goes together pretty easily. Yeah. Even the dome isn't too bad. Like, I kind of had to hold it together. But, you know, sometimes yep. you go to put together the domes, and it's just like, no, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And it was so pretty close. The plastic on those. You know, like, when you put, like, the realm gate together uh-huh. and, like, maybe some of the older scenery kits. Is it, like, that kind of plastic? Or is it, like, the actual, like, is it more like the... It feels the like the, it feels like the thicker, slightly more bit, brittle plastic. It feels like terrain plastic. Like I just okay, yeah. There's yeah, there's that difference. I don't know what the difference is, but yeah, there's terrain plastic and model plastic. And exactly, this feels like terrain plastic. But it's gotcha. it's going together really nice. So I was okay. putting that together with the other cruel boys. And here's an interesting thing: uh, in the package, they also sent a. Uh, you know how sometimes they do those? There's a couple of models and a paint set, set to, for, like, yeah. learning painters? Yeah. It's three cruel boys mm-hmm. and a brush and, like, six paints, okay? Mm-hmm. It's uh, some of the base paint, like the mud paint, you know, for the base. Yeah, they give you, like, Sterling mud or... Yeah, something like that. And yeah. then there's, like, four other paints. There's a red... Uh, a, a, a green for the flesh, like a brownish mm-hmm. green for the paint, and then a little, I think, silver, I think, for some of the metal. Yeah. Or a brown. And then there's a wash. Mm-hmm. And that's all they give you. And they show you on the box. It's like, okay, paint all this and then hit it with the wash. So what I'm going to do, because I'm, I'm planning on painting up some of these Cruel Boys, yeah. just straight uh, contrast paints, with the exception of the metals. I'm just going to contrast paint them. Well, that's that would be my plan also. But the paints they sent you... They sent you like base and layer paints, or was it contrast? Yeah, paint? it's it's base and layer. It's like it comes mm-hmm. in like one of these boxes, like a learn to paint, learn yeah, to build yeah, their. Yeah. Mo- it's like three easy. It's like three easy to put together, cruel sure. boys. And yeah. they, so for those three, I'm gonna do it exactly like the box says and see how it looks. That's like a with, cool with, idea. It's it's literally four paints and a wash. That's all they give you, and huh. then they show it. To you, they show you on like this is how to do it. Put all the layers here, here, and here. Hit it yeah. all with a wash. So I want to see if it turns out like the. I think that'll be a fun little experiment. I'll take some pictures yeah. of it. I'll post it up. But so I yeah, started. I started with that as well, um, and then I've been building up the rest of Harrison's Lumineth Realm Lords because oh, I've got yeah. a lot of those primed, and that's another one I want to try to go in there and yeah. probably. 
I'm either going to do it with really simple, a, a low number of colors, or go again with the contrast paints because mm-hmm. I'm How's... more I'm more about getting it done. Yeah, that's what I. You know, that's where I'm at with my painting. I'm a get it done style painter. Like, I just kind of want to. Like, I don't. I don't edge highlight my ultramarine armor. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just don't. I, I, I don't get the, I don't get, I don't get the the thrill of. Look, I know a lot of people who are great painters. I've got a Mm -hmm. bunch of friends who are guys who you go to tournaments and if they don't win best painted, they are in the running for best painted. Mm -hmm. And I know the amount of time and the amount of effort and the amount of work and the amount of practice they've put into it. Mm -hmm. And I've put in, hundreds if not thousands of hours painting and i'm just yep. not getting that much better i know my limits yeah it's like i know i know i can i i know how to edge highlight space marine ultramarine armor i can do it i just don't really want to it's it's you know what it's it's a question of my time too right <laughs> yeah. exactly it's tedious i have a formula how i paint ultramarines and it just works yeah, I mean, you know? when I was painting mine up too, it was like, boom, I hit them with the spray, I hit them with a the wash and all the things. I go back and touch mm-hmm. up where mm-hmm. any wash went over, do a couple mm-hmm. decals, maybe. I, yeah, it's. I, I'm almost 50. The fact that I'm still playing this game, I get looks from people. I don't have the time. Like, between, you know, I got. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm I doing 50 this summer? in December, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, I turned 50 in February. And mm-hmm. so I'm, you're like two months older than I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, what I'm doing, spending my summer doing, besides, like, remodeling my basement, is teaching mm-hmm. my youngest how to drive. <laughs> like, I don't have time to sit down and, and uh, yeah. like, I actually, for a while there, I was picking models to paint in different armies. Like, one, mm-hmm. you, you know what I liked about Stormcast? I don't have to paint eyeballs. You know what I like yeah. about painting ghouls? Yeah. I painted their eyes all black. Why? Because mm-hmm. they're ghouls. They're, like, possessed. Yeah. Anything where I don't have to do the super like right. that. I stopped painting eyes a while ago. It's just... I just don't. <laughs> it's just... I'm not good at it. And I, it, all yeah. it does is aggravate me. Yeah. It's like I know how to do it, but I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, Chris, you and I have a lot fine. in common. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's like my Keeper of Secrets. Like, did you notice... Its eyes weren't painted I when didn't, we played? No, because no. I never got that close to it. And honestly, it's a demon. I would just paint its eyes solid black because yeah. that's what, when I picture demons, mm-hmm. and maybe that's from watching 15 seasons of Supernatural, but when it's a <laughs> demon, its eyes are solid black. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so what else have I done? Like I said, I uh, I got to say, the uh, Lumineth Rumlords models, mm. I mean, you got to follow the instructions really carefully to not kind of screw up because they, they like 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 assembling them yeah because like certain things if you don't assemble it in the right order like that thing just doesn't want to pop into the right place oh gotcha but man those new the guys the blade lords oh yeah those models are so nice i know, I know they're cool everything's on a 32 right yeah yeah it's see, just I, see, every I, pick. See, I, I want to put together a small lumineth arm and i was toying with the idea of I don't know. I have a whole high elf army. He's like, can I get away with rebasing my high elves and using them as stand-ins for the honestly? I mean, for the, the Lumineth di- units. Uh, yeah, they're high elf. I mean, they're not that different. And if you said, hey, if you took the old, you know, what are the the sword masters? Or something? Right. So, the, right. So the sword masters would be the blade lords. Yeah. There right? you. Go. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't object. I'm, I, I know mean, what they are. Right. And then you could use the white lions as the. Uh, 
the sent as the uh, stone guard, and yep. then you've got archers and tons of different spearmen. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that, it's I, not that uh, big of a stretch. I, I mean, if if you and I were playing, I'd have no problem with it. Right, right. And then you, know? you got the the bolt throwers or the ballistas. As and long as they're base proper, yeah. Right. And then you can. I've got you know the. Uh, I guess that you know, like the dragon princes and the. Uh, the other light cavalry, the uh, Illyrian guys, they could be the two different. Well, I think uh, you've only got one that's units. on a horse. The other one's on that weird rider. But I suppose you could just do your. I mean, you. Yeah. Well, they've got they got yeah they got dawn riders, the guys with the horse and the spears, right. and then they've got the, um, the hurricane wind chargers are the guys with the bows. Right, and those are the guys uh-huh. that look like they're on the the. Yeah, the kangaroos. The Roo the Roo yeah. crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one that I've got to build. The, uh, the only things I have left because I, I bought like one of all the different characters mm-hmm. and like one of almost all the units that the new mm-hmm. ones that came out because you already had a two thousand point army back when it was a ten unit army and then suddenly yeah. it doubled. Right. So I got him like a box of everything, and the only mm-hmm. box that I haven't built are the Rue crew, as you put it, <laughs> and and the the one the god uh, the fox god on the on the. Riding the winds, who can move oh, the, the you know, seven feet a turn? Spirit yeah. of the wind, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the only two. And apparently, that builds two different kits, and I only have the one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I gotta get another one. Oh, Great, but yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing, just building mm-hmm. a lot of stuff because I wanted to paint, but I'm like I said, I'm I'm pulling so much stuff apart here, I don't even know where all my paints are. Gotcha. And then uh, I wanted to I wanted to paint the cruel boys because I'm like, ah, oh, that's quick. You know, I'll just find some contract. If I have to, I'll just buy a few. It's, it does need to yeah. have many paints. Because I was up at Grognard's, I could have bought some. There you go. Um, yeah. But then it's like it's so humid. Like I can't even prime. Yeah. Like, you See, can't prime. So I I I just hand prime when it's this humid. I just have a pot of wraithbone. Oh, okay. I just I just hand prime. Yeah, and I I, I suppose I could do that. I'm just lazy. Mm. It's like I bought all this stupid can primer. I'll just it's like I've got <laughs> I've got so much other like I said I can build models. I can do other stuff. Wait for sure. that day. And when yeah. I hit that day, it's like just run it all outside, mm-hmm. and just go through a couple of cans of it, and just get everything primed at once. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so much building, so much stuff, because there's so much stuff that I want to try now. That's part right. of it, you know. Yeah. So I've actually got. So after our game, I was inspired to get some more. Oh, did you? Slanesh stuff. Yeah. So I found the uh, the set that came out with. Broken Realms Kragnos. Oh, okay. The, uh, that little start collecting set they came out with. It's like five Seekers, the Contorted Epitome, and three Fiends, which is an insane deal for what you get in there. Right. It's bonkers. So, because I think I've got some ideas on how to change the list around. So we'll get to that. So. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so that's our hobbying. Have you done mm. any gaming other than the game we had? So I played a game before the game we played with my uh, Stormcast. That was actually the first game I had played, and that was against a a uh, Orc War Clans army. Oh, really? Fun. Yeah, yeah. The Stormcasts are are pretty good. They've got a lot of they they go so well with the new edition. I mean, because I'm playing Hammers of Sigmar. Uh-huh. Yeah, I play yeah, right. I play Hammers of Sigmar and Ultramarines, so <laughs> the two poster boys of the hobby. Yep. Um 
Yeah, they they bet because they have plus one leadership, so they go really well with like the heroic recovery. And you know, I took kind of a shooty list, and they did they just get, get to play in all the phases and heroic recovery on Stormcast Heroes is awesome. So good. Yeah, it's so good. It's yeah. That that's a really that that was. It's so useful. Exactly. No, it's. It, we'll talk about that when we get to the game. All mm. these little changes. Like it mm-hmm. took a little while to play the game, but man, mm-hmm. did I love it. Yeah. So you did. So your Stormcast did okay against the. They did well. Yeah. They kind of like, they. So they're they're pretty tanky, anyways, and they got a little bit more tanky with the new rules they got. Mm-hmm. Um. We were still playing Liberators as reroll ones on their armor. So I don't think that change had come out yet where they just ignore rend one. I think that's the new Oh, is that li- yeah, the new Liberator shield just ignores rend one. Oh, I didn't even know that. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. uh I thought it was that they, they got to reroll once Wow. Yeah. Where is that? That is I saw a leak for that somewhere. That's not. So I mean, that's that's, that's not on the yeah. actual uh, like the. It's not the, on the card. Okay. But I saw that somewhere, and I can't remember where it was. Oh, if that's what it is. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They just ignore Ren one, so it's them, and then I think the. Uh, there's another unit that has that too. I don't remember, but like, but the, they kind of bounced away a little bit from the sequiturs. Mm-hmm. So I think this I think the soul shield actually lost its ability to reroll ones. Okay. Um so they kind of balanced out. So now you've got a reason to take liberators. Liberators are pretty yeah, they're pretty tanky and they're not that expensive. Well, they get a bonus so, on anything with like 5 wounds or more, don't they? Or They still more? have that. Yeah, Lalo the tyrant. So if you've got more than 5 wounds, they get plus 1 to hit you, which is pretty cool yeah so they like i had a unit of 10 of them they got charged by a maw crusher <laughs> he killed nine of them oh no i was le- i was left with the champion with one wound left <laughs> <laughs> so he took and then i countercharged with you know evocators who dropped down with gavriel they charged in they did a bunch of wounds and then the ballistas took it out but that one uh Liberator ended up just walking up the field, rallying like two or three times. I think I had the end of the game, I had six Liberators at the end, and they went up to an objective and had enough models to take it back from the enemy that was over there. Oh (laughs) no, that's awesome. (laughs) It was fantastic. That rally is fun. If you can get a couple couple of cheeky sixes off, uh, that's, yeah. Imagine doing it on like a humongous unit. Like a unit of thirty, right? You know, you've lost like, you know, you've lost twenty of them. You're like, okay, here we go. I mean, God, you know, you get back six guys. It's it'd be amazing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so much fun. <laughs> so I haven't uh, done other gaming other than playing chess with Harrison. So mm. Harrison is way into chess now. Like, yeah, I heard. I yeah, I gathered that from. Yeah, when we were there on he Saturday. He was with us on Saturday. He was like watching the game, but when he since he was only watching <laughs> the game, not playing, he was playing chess online against a bunch yeah. of people on his phone. Yeah. And he sits down. Like, I come down here, and there's some grandmaster guy who just goes online and watches games and like yeah. comments on it. 
my gosh. And you could be like playing a live game and he'll go and he'll like people go on the live streams and he'll just comment on the games as they're happening. <laughs> Wow, and, and talk about okay, well, okay. Why would you do this move? And Her- like, I come down here, down to the crypt, and Her- mm-hmm. Harrison's room is down here. And this guy's on, like, no matter what he's doing on the one computer, he's got two screens. That guy's almost always on the other screen. Wow, like I come down here at night and everything's off, and I can just hear the guy on the talking on the computer about chess. And like Harrison's getting that, really good. Like I can't, I don't, yeah. I, I get, I get lucky if I beat him now. Yeah, that guy must really knows. like chess. He d- oh well, he's a grandmaster. Like he's a guy. That's what he does for a living. He's a grandmaster wow. at chess, and so. But his hobby is watching other people play chess and helping them. Well, no, this what this dude does is. I mean, this I guess this guy. He's like, not charging you for it, is well, he? Well, he's got like these streams where people could donate and subscribe to his streams, and they can yeah. yeah. So he can he makes money off of doing that, I guess. Okay. He's what? Oh, I guess it blew up over quarantine, yeah, whereas people couldn't leave, but they could play online, and then he would mm-hmm. sit, and people would subscribe to his channel and pay him money and to watch games and just comment on chess. Wow. And I did the, I did the whole chess thing for a little while, but I kind of got bored. It's You know what, though? It's, it's kind of timeless, and at this point, he's taught both of his sisters how to play. Mm-hmm. So, like, they'll be sitting around, and we'll be watching a movie, and someone will get bored and be like, I don't like this movie, and then they'll just pull out one of the chess sets, and they'll, like, wow. while the movie's going on, they're playing. And it's it's kind of cool because literally the whole family, like, mm-hmm. it's 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 not something that takes any time to set up. Yeah. You don't have to buy or paint or buy into any sort of specific genre of gaming. You it's could paint them. You could paint them. Oh, Black you could. And but, white, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just that even if you're not into gaming, you can do this. So, yeah, yeah. But he got ex- like he was excited. Like after we left Saturday, like he's like he wants to put together a list for his Lumineth and give this a shot. Yeah. Cuz he tried to play it. He remember he played I think he played I don't think he played any games in first edition. He watched a couple of games, mm-hmm. but he never actually played any cuz mm-hmm. he was waiting all he had was high elves. And right. he was waiting for them to get some real rules. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And they never got anything. And then Lumineth comes out, and he's like, I'll play. But he hadn't played in, like, four years. And yeah. with all the battalions and with all of the with all the things from second edition, all the little things you had to add in and have, mm-hmm. he played a couple of games. He's like, it's giving me a headache. I'm confused. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. And then he was watching us play in this. He's like, oh, this is so much better. Like, there's yeah. not all these little sub rules. It's like, and right. the stuff that's there, like, you got to uh, – so he's he's jazzed to play, which makes me happy mm-hmm. because he's going so back that was to what, in a few weeks. So when I played like eighth edition, you know, Warhammer Fantasy from third to eighth, you know, uh-huh. that, that was kind of the stuff I liked was all the extra rules. You know what I mean? Like the, you know, charge arcs and flanking and march blocking and all that stuff. That was kind of what I enjoyed. Oh sure. You know, and then now that AOS three, I believe, has some of that in it now and i just love it it's 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 so good there's extra things to do outside of just on your turn but what i'm Mm -hmm. talking about it's like because it's not it's not the complexity of the rules or all the cool different things you can do it's just remembering it's like you know you're bringing a battalion so these guys get this little bonus and then these guys get this thing and this guy's got this one weapon and you got to make sure that well during the hero phase you've got like four or five different it just became so many things for him to there was so much bookkeeping that he yeah. he was always afraid that he was forgetting something. I think the problem with the War Scroll Battalions is not only did you have to remember what yours was, in order to like kind of be 
kind of on the leading edge of the game, you had to know what everyone else's War Scroll Battalions were. Right. And there are, I don't know, 9, 15, 24-ish different armies. I mean, that's a lot of War Scroll Battalions yeah. to know what they do. And it's like, I mean, at one point when I was, you know, playing like a 2.0 game, you know, I'm one of the first ones I played. I'm playing a guy who's played a lot, and he's just doing stuff. I'm like, are my guys going to do this? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, you can literally tell me anything because yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I have assuming. No idea. I mean, I'm assuming There's the person so across the table isn't know. cheating, so I'm just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've I've gone to tournaments and guys like, okay, just so, and he starts listing all these things. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to remember half of this. Just tell mm-hmm. me what they can mm-hmm. do when they do it. So mm-hmm. I, at least I know what's happening. And he's like, are you right. sure? I'm like, I, I'm going to, I'm walking up to a table with the assumption you're not a cheater. Right. So just kind of explain to me what to do and tell me what to roll. Right. I'm cool with that. You yeah. know, just, you know, if your guy has some crazy special ability uh, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, it's like once I like, you know, just tell me that if I'm doing something like, oh, you know what? That my guy completely negates that. Just remind me of that, so that way I don't do something amazingly stupid. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, well, yeah, because a lot of that can just result in just gotchas. Yeah, and no one, no one wants to be on the receiving end of a gotcha. Exactly. Or you don't really want to be the person who administers it either, because that just it's a feel bad. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, oh. And that's what it is when when you're sitting down and you have you have seven different units on the board and they've all got a crazy special thing. You mm-hmm. don't have to explain all that. I won't. I won't remember it. I yeah. know I won't remember it. Just if I'm doing something that's going to be a gotcha, make just warn me, and I will do the same with you, or I'll tell mm-hmm. you all my rules if you want or if you know them. Just right. you know, as long as I don't do something blatantly, obviously stupid, yeah. we're going to have a fun. I don't, I don't care, dude. I, I don't go to these <laughs> things to win. I go to these things to see my friends. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Like I think 40k right now is more in the that whole gotcha thing because there's like all the stratagems and stuff you have to know. Like, oh my gosh. You think the War Scroll Battalions were bad? Each each army has a deck of stratagems, and you got to know all of them. Yeah, no. You want... <laughs> nope. Nah. Yeah, yeah. There's I, a lot. I've it's got lot. no forty k stuff left except some kill team stuff I got, and mm-hmm. then I've got I, I've got a few. I got about two battle foam trays worth of some Space Marines left, and mm-hmm. uh, it's like a, a couple of things here and there. And mm-hmm. if they don't get sold, I'm just probably going to give them to Chris Hughes' son because he plays Ultramarines. It's like, here, take sure. these. Just yeah. you, you can have them. I, I, I love the game. I love it. It's so fun. I love the lore. I love the background. I love playing the game. But I think 40K is one of those, you have to play it with like-minded people. Oh, yeah. I think definitely sure for that, any of these games. Know, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love it. I would love to. I don't have time to play it. I love the lore. Like, I'll yeah. read the books and I'll look at the yeah. rules. Yeah. I just I don't I barely have time to play this game, yeah. And yeah. I probably should play this game since I do a podcast about it and stuff right. like that. Well, we're gonna play a bunch more. So. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so um, why don't we we're go- still on? We're on gaming. Yeah, well, and like I said, I didn't do any gaming. So <laughs> okay, uh, because we're gonna talk about our game after the yep. break. So yeah. Uh, what about uh, any others? Do you have any other anything you've done? Any other geek oh. stuff that's not Warhammer? Well, I did read Avenging Sun, which was the kind of like the intro book to, I guess, ninth edition for 40K. I read that. Oh, okay. And I'm going to read the next one, the Gate of Bones, I think it's called. 
Uh, yeah, it was good. It's kind of the intro where they're like, Gilliman is like mustering the 10 fleets to oh. start the Indominus Crusade. Sweet. Yeah, see, yeah it was good. See, that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I think of all the bits of the hobby. I think the lore is the thing I love the most. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't play oh, yeah. that often, but I read all this stuff. Like this is where this is what I is, is it, this is what actually makes me even interested in building and painting the models yeah. and playing the game. Yeah. So I read that book and it was it was good. So I got to read the next one. And then I was listening. I was looking at Twitter over the weekend, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's a person on there named Jewel Knight Jess. I don't know yes. if you know who she is. Yeah, I follow her. Yep, and she tweeted that. She was listening to this uh, Doctor Who podcast, this Dalek Universe okay. podcast. Oh, it's not a podcast. It's a radio drama by this these guys. It's got a company called Big Finish. Yeah. Well, I've got a, I got a, I got a stack of CDs about this thick. I'm looking at a picture uh, by them. <laughs> so I downloaded and I paid for and downloaded the... Uh, Heather yeah. Heather buys them and we listen to them. She gets them. She has a yeah. couple of them signed by uh, some of the doctors. Right. So this one is it's Dalek Universe, and it's uh, the first three episodes of it. And it's David Tennant, so it's Tenth Doctor. Yeah. Adventure. So he's my favorite. So I and I've been I've, I've been watching Doctor Who since I was I don't know eight years old. You know WTTW. You know, ten thirty on a Sunday night, Doctor Who would come on. I've been watching it that yep. long. So I'm we, trying to we see actually what we have. We used to record the episodes on VHS tape. Oh my gosh! So if you ever want to watch, so a John Pertwee Doctor Who episode, let me know. I can loan you the VHS tape. Okay, so what have I got here? <laughs> I've got because uh, Heather bought them and she cause she she goes to TARDIS uh, TARDIS the con- oh, yeah. a, in November the convention here in Chicago yeah oh yeah so she's got uh, let's see here's Brave New Town signed by Paul McGann oh man uh, then we've got uh, Doctor Who and the Dalek contract signed by who is this Nicholas Briggs I think mm-hmm. and another there's a whole bunch of these here uh, mostly a lot of them with Paul McGann he's like one of her favorite doctors yeah. and he was only in the movie He's only in the movie, but he does, and the movie he was does not a ton great. of podcasts. He's got a lot of radio podcasts, dramas. and They're he's got podcasts. yeah, so many of these audio dramas he does. And yeah. Heather met him, and they were sitting and talking for a while. Mm. Um, I I still think he was flirting with her, but that I mean, he might just be <laughs> friendly, but he just seemed to be like you know, that's you know, that's he's just British, me. So maybe. yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, we've got a ton of those. They're great. Oh, they're fantastic. I it, was listening to this thing. I was like, how have I not known about I didn't know anything about it. I yeah, no, no those. Uh, it's fun. I like audio dramas where they get a lot different people to do the voices, and you still get yeah. your narrator, but there's all the sound effects and stuff. Yeah. In the ba- it just makes it so much fun. Yeah, so I listened to the first three. Now i got to shell out another 20 bucks and get... The next three. I Davros the, is really good too. Oh God, I can't wait. Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> uh, so, so I listened to. So I'm doing that, and then as long as we're on radio dramas, I can also recommend the Marvel radio dramas. Okay. Which are for free, and those are on just the the i podcast app on your phone. I don't know. Yep. There's one with uh, Wolverine. It's the Wolverine one, and Richard Armitage is the voice of Wolverine. Oh, really? Oh yeah, nice. And it it is very cool. 
there's two different stories of it. Very, very cool. And then I also listened to the Fantastic Four one. Sweet. So, yeah, I'm also a comic book guy. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's easy to be nowadays, too, with so much yeah, stuff. Well, you know, like, like behind me, I've got, I don't know, and under me and in my closet, I don't know, a couple of thousand comic books. <laughs> oh, boy. No, that's fantastic. I hear you. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, any any other other? Other, uh, other, other. So gaming. I've been playing. Oh, of course, I've been, my other thing is uh, I like to play Heroes of the Storm, which is the Blizzard MOBA. Oh, right, right. I play that. So Cool. Let's see. Uh, other, other. Uh, that's pr- I guess that's probably about it. That's yeah. So okay. So what's my other? Um, I have been. I I started. Uh, I'm about an hour into Git Slayer by Darius mm. Hinks. The mm-hmm. I got the audio book on Audible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got Trek. Like I just yeah. Uh, you can't you can't beat it. And you know what? D- Darius Hinks is doing a great job with this series. Like he's really. Yeah. So he took over from Geimer, right? Dave yes. Geimer wrote a bunch of them. Yeah. And he's he has been doing a fantastic job really getting there's just moments where you really get a feel for who Gotrek is. He's I mean, mm-hmm. he's a bit of a force of nature, but yeah. there's still that you you're he's he's more than just a grumpy Yeah. Dwarden running around. He's you know well, there's a I, lot I, to him. I assume you've read the original ones. Oh yes, know, all tro- of them. Trolls. Oh my gosh, just the Bill King, Gotrek and Felix are. I think those are my favorite. They're probably everybody's favorite. You I, know, I, there's a few of the short stories that came out in between stuff that I never really read, but all of mm-hmm. the major books I started reading. That was one of the first. Yeah, that was my too. first Black Library stuff. In fact, I've yeah. told this story on the air a ton of times. Mm-hmm. Was it was I my first or second Adepticon. Yeah, Black Library was there, and nobody mm-hmm. was at the counter. Like people were doing their things. There was a lot of gaming going on. It was in between games, mm-hmm. and I walked over, and there's was Dan Abnett sitting next to Bill King, and I didn't know anybody. Oh my gosh! And they went over there. Legends just sitting there, just well, twiddling and, their thumbs. Yeah, and, and I walked over, and <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you want your thing signed?" I was like, "Yeah, uh, are, are you?" Bill King and it, Dan Abnett was the one who was getting up because apparently everyone was coming to see him, mm-hmm. and I'm like, he's like, and so Bill King gets up to go and and sign my book, and I look over and he's like, oh, did you want something from Dan? I'm like, oh, do you write Black Library books too? Because I didn't know who he was. And <laughs> it's like this legend in the comic book industry. I no idea. I didn't realize who it was. X Men for God's sake. Well, and that's yeah, the Dan thing. Abnett. But I mean, he was sitting there for Black Library. I didn't connect yeah. it to any comic book stuff. I would have freaked yeah. out. And it was a few years later when we were doing, awesome. um, when I was doing uh, After Olinor with Greg Dan, we had him on the show. And mm-hmm. I actually said that story. He's like, I remember you. Like, he remembered me. He's like, yeah, I remember you. Because nobody let him forget that the whole weekend. Oh, do you write for Black Library too? Oh, my gosh. That's The awesome. guy who wrote freaking Horace Rising. And I was just like, <laughs> you know, among others. And I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, go track and feel like that was, I think that was my probably my first foray into it as well. Oh, my gosh. So good. All and the I little think, short I think stories. I think the Eisenhorn stuff, I think, was my first 40K books. But, I think you've read those. Yeah. I have not read the Eisenhorn series. Though. Oh, I man. have it here somewhere. I just haven't gotten to reading it that's, yet. Th- I think that's, th- I think that's the, the 40K book 
to read. If you've never read a bunch of them, that's the one to go to. Eisenhorn, this whole trilogy, and then after that is the the Ravener trilogy, and those are really good. Everyone keeps telling me to read Gaunt's Ghosts, and I'm I, just like, I, 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 I don't. I prefer Eisenhorn. It's it's more of a look into like the everyday sort of life of the imperial citizen that yep. I think is kind of cool to connect to the universe with. Yeah, Eisenhorn. It's 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 really good. But so yeah, so I'm listening to the new Gotrek book and I just mm. loving it. I just I don't even know where this story's going. He's got that rune in his chest now. Yeah, and that's like and it like it like burst into energy when he gets mad, right? Well, well, that's the thing. He tries not to tap into it, but it's like yeah. it's just like any of the other runes. Like when you start yeah. fighting and stuff, it naturally wants to help augment you. Yeah. Except he actually feels Grungni sort of uh, no, not Grungni, uh, Grimnir. Grimnir. He like feels Grimnir sort of taking him over. Because <laughs> oh, it's that it's that you know the master rune of Grimnir, like he, yeah. and he doesn't like it because he's like he doesn't want to be. He resents what Grimnir has lied to him. Well, and, he knows Grimnir, right? But at this point, yeah, he's met him, and he's just yeah. like, but Grimnir promised him finally a, a, a worthy death, and he's right. still not dead. Still and not he's like, dead. you're using me, and now he's right. really mad at all yeah. the gods. It's a great story. Uh, mm-hmm. The prologue just starts off in a, one of these big fights, and something happens, and he's just sulking. And even the people he's with, like, we thought you liked fights. He's like, this is there's no honor in this, and mm-hmm. he still just starts going on about who he is and and what mm-hmm. he's done and the things like that. And it's just mm-hmm. it's so wonderful. Yeah. Um, so there's been some cool lore stuff in White Dwarf recently. Yes. And on the Broken Realms website, have you been reading that stuff? I haven't read it on the on the website. But mm. I was reading in the in the White Dwarf. Yeah, that was that was some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for where this is going. Like this, I know. Is, I, and I know I always get excited about this stuff, but it's like these are things that I have been asking questions about since this game started, and now suddenly it's like, wait a minute, boom! Like it's, and I know it's only been five or six years since right. the game came out. Right. What well, did you read the part where where? Grugni, I guess. He's talking to Tyrion, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh. I know. I was, I almost dropped the magazine. I was like, what? It's just like. <laughs> it's Tyrion. He's standing there. <gasps> and then Sigmar starts talking. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. This, Yeah, it gets bananas. It's so good. <laughs> There's, I, It's just, I can't. I, uh, and Groundbreakers back. Yeah, yes. I, I don't know where it's going, but I'm happy to go with them. Yeah, I mean. Is it going to be something with like the dispossessed? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to break into tomorrow's show at all. But in the lore section of the main rulebook, they they kind of glow up the dispossessed quite a bit in there. So, yeah. Well, and it's like that. It, now, are we talking in the uh, in the section for the different armies? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a couple of episodes down. We're, that's like the third. Yeah. Section well, actually, of that. in the in the uh, Hammer Hall. Actually, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a ton of stuff about the dispossessed in there. It's like, okay, yeah. There's like <laughs> this core rule book. I mean, it's a hundred and it's like a hundred and forty-five. It's it's a couple hundred pages of mm-hmm. lore, yeah. and they are dropping all sorts of like if you like. 
I know a lot of people skip it because they get the, a lot of the lore in their battle tomes. Right. But there is so much stuff being yeah, hinted that, at and so much stuff being told about in here. It's like, right. oh, when is this yeah, going to happen? Yeah, well, as far as reading goes, obviously we're talking about reading. I've been reading the lore in the core book, and there's a ton of stuff in here. Cool little snippets that I keep yeah. catching as I'm going mm-hmm. through, which is what I'm really loving about it. Because we're going to break that up uh, at least over two episodes because there's okay. so much of it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a lot to go it's on. It's crazy. Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, I've been watching The Bad Batch because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Yep, I've been watching that too. It's so good. See, and I love it. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, nothing's really happening. Uh, eh, name me so, one. So good. <laughs> name me one Star Wars animated series where anything happened in the first season. Hmm, and it's true. none of them because I watched right. Rebels and I loved yep. it. And I love, yep. uh, I, you know, I love the Clone Wars. First mm-hmm. season's always the get to know the character season, and then yeah. second season stuff goes bananas. And yeah. Star really... Wars, well, like Star Wars Resistance, they do some stuff. Yeah, there's only there's only really one season of that. So. Right, but I mean, some of the bigger ones, some of the longer running ones, yeah. the uh, with the bigger arcs, it usually takes that first season to get going. But yeah. I'm really enjoying, it. and I didn't know that I would. Oh, I'm I'm really liking it. Like because see, the couple episodes they were in from in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's sort of like a, it just seemed it seemed kind of cheap that they're like, oh, yeah. these guys are slightly modified, so they're right. different. I'm like, oh, come on. And then yeah. you start to watch it, I'm like, oh, I know, I really like this. I really yeah, am enjoying this. Yeah, they're, de- they're like deviations of the, but of they're the still clones. that thing. Yeah. Plus, what's really cool in Bad Batch is. I spent all this time rooting for the clones, mm-hmm. and now the Empire's taken over, yeah. and they don't have real stormtroopers-type stormtroopers right. yet. They still have clones, and the clones have now become sort of the bad guy. Well, you, you can see in like the not last all of them. episode, not all of them, right? and they're starting to have second thoughts now. No, like, I don't know about this, and yeah, and this is, and but yeah, and the, but that's that's the part of the show that's really fascinating me and grabbing my attention mm-hmm. is yeah. watching the clones guys kind of be bad guys, and some of them are going along with it, and some of them are like, oh, this isn't right. Like, what mm-hmm. is happening? I'm, I'm just, I, that's right. really great. Yeah, I'm uh, enjoying it. Obviously, and you know, I watched, what, what is impressing me is the animation of the show. It's fun. Like, like it's so good. Like from the remember, like the original. Clone Wars animation. It's like oh, the Tarkovsky okay. stuff that looked like Samurai Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now they're at this. Yeah, and like there's like lighting and shading and like. Well, and it's it's, it's, it's a completely different style. And it's, yeah, and now you, come I, I, I just take it for granted now how awesome it is, and I just can't. Yeah, and I start looking at it again. It's like this is amazing. Yeah, I have a friend who's a he's a storyboard like art. He's a story head of story for Pixar and for another company. Oh wow! Now. And uh, he was talking about, you know, how, what they kind of have to do for that kind of stuff. It's, like, really kind of cool what they do. Interesting. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's it, the technology is so, it's so interesting. So what else have I been doing? Um, I've been watching so many other things, it's not even funny. Yeah, I, like all the Marvel of, shows, I've been watching those, of Yeah, course. all the Marvel shows have been good. Uh, yeah, Loki's a lot of been real good. Loki was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Um. <laughs> I am doing something uh, on the side here that I'm going to talk more about in the next episode or two because I've got to get it set up. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been for uh, uh, for the patrons on the Patreon mm-hmm. site. Um, I wanted to do because you know we've been putting up uh, our episodes here, and I wanted to do something nice for them. So I was doing something, and I got a suggestion from 
uh, from my wife, actually, and we've uh, been recording some extra stuff just for that. It's not up yet because I don't know how. I'm trying to figure out how to get up the old private RSS feed for the Patreon patrons, but it's total not Warhammer stuff. It's basically like the toolbox stuff. Mm. Um, it, it, people who listen, I'm always talking about horror movies, like because we watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah, uh, and so we're doing uh, something for movie stuff, and we're gonna just put that up for the patrons, and then after a while, we might just bring it over to the regular feed. But for now, it's just say, hey, patron, thank you. Like I said, I, I, I'm never gonna do something on the Patreon feed that's Games Workshop related because all of that comes right here because that's always free. Um, but it just is like a sort of a thank you to them. I've been talking about stuff and they've been asking, you know, cause you'll get into the little chats and stuff like that with some of the patrons. So like you talked about this movie and that movie, where do you watch all this stuff? So <laughs> we cool. started doing a little thing. We're going to get more info on that and put that up. That'll be, that'll be, if you're, if you're a Patreon patron, mm-hmm. you'll be able to listen to, uh, to Heather and I just, uh, sort of talking yeah. about different movie we recorded like the first episode and we're going to get that up soon so that's something that we've been doing that's pretty exciting that's cool uh i love seeing all like the little easter eggs in shows especially the marvel shows marvel just marvel gets insane with it now (laughs) um i'm just enjoy watching bad batch watching some of the characters show up from other shows because now the timelines are overlapping and you're getting to meet other characters yeah uh i think that's about it um yeah, I think that's Ted Lasso. You watch that? I haven't, and I really should. I everyone keeps telling me I should be watching yeah. that. I Fantastic. just there's a two seasons out on. Uh, it's on Paramount. It's on Apple called, TV. Oh, uh, there's a show on Paramount called Why Women Kill. Oh, have you heard about this? One. No, I don't oh, know that one. Uh, there's only two seasons out, and mm. it's it's a it's I mean it's a drama. It's not like one of these. It's not like a you know uh, investigation Discovery Channel thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it, my wife was watching. She's like, "It's actually pretty good. Give it a shot." If you want, I mean, and it's it's it takes place in one house. Uh, like, and the show has three different ca- ca- uh, sets of cast. It's mm-hmm. in this house in the '60s, in the '80s, and in the 2010s. Interesting. And it's three different groups of people who live in this house, and apparently, somebody was killed in this house. Like in these from these different things, and it's just it's it's all about these people and their relationships and what's happening with them, um, and it's really it like I I didn't know what to expect, but I gave it a shot, and it's like ten mm-hmm. episodes in season one, and okay. I watched it in like three days because I started watching. <laughs> I'm like I can't stop watching this. Really yeah. well written, really well put together. Like you know somebody's gonna die in each of these things. Yeah. It tells you that within like the first episode, and then the whole rest of it is. Who's actually going to die, and how is it going to happen, and what is pushing this these them to this point? And it's so well done. I love. So do it. you? So do you paint while you? Oh, I haven't listen, painted in a watch, while, but I, watch I, shows? I I will build. Yeah, I'll 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 okay. be building models while we're watching shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I do. I just paint. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, if I'm if I have time to hobby, I'll do it while we're watching. If I'm watching with my wife, I won't because if I pull it out, if I pull out the hobby while we're watching something, she's like, "Well, if you're just gonna do that, I'm just gonna go watch yeah. something." So it's like, no, you know. But when it's when it's down in the basement, I'm putting something on. Like today, I mm-hmm. was I was uh, going through the lore and looking at stuff and watching um, uh, the Dark Knight Returns Part One. Oh yeah, yeah. HBO Max has the DC channel as part of HBO of Max, and yep. The, they they did an animated version of that four issue limited series for the Dark Knight Returns from back in the eighties. Really? 
Hmm. And if you've I'll never seen you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, you've never seen that? I think I have. It was a while ago. Uh, they've got, they got. I've got uh, the comic book somewhere. Oh, well, yeah. No, they got, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy, uh, Peter Weller does the voice for the Batman mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And um, that guy from Evil. Oh, by the way, if you're not watching Evil, you need to watch Evil. Okay, I've e- seen that. Evil's on Paramount. Cool. Season 2 is out now. Season 2 is on Paramount Plus. It's not on regular CBS, which means yeah. the gloves are off, so they can, they can really... <laughs> so I don't think my wife will watch that. Oh, that show's so it. good. It is so good. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Every every week. That's when we watch the day it comes out, we watch that. Nice. All right, so we've been doing a toolbox for like 45 minutes talking about all this stuff, but this we haven't done one in forever, and we do, we've good. been doing so much stuff. Let's take a break come back and let's talk about uh, our game and our first experiences yep. playing Age of Sigmar 3 because it was pretty Fantastic. cool. Alright, we'll be right back. There's always something happening at Crocknards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards because if the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff, and you can find it at Grognards. And why? No why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. And we are back. Here we are. Okay, so this weekend we were at Grognards, and we were playing Warhammer, which is great because I haven't played Warhammer in a while. Mm. But so um, we wanted to give a shot to play a little Age of Sigmar and see what it's like with the new rules. Um, You brought Slanesh. What did you bring? So I brought – let me get my list here – I brought a Keeper of Secrets in a Godseeker host. Mm-hmm. And I had Prized Sorcery as my grand strategy. And I had the Sinister's Hand as its item. The Amulet of Destiny. And because I had a Warlord detachment, I picked the extra spell enhancements. So I actually had two spells. I had Progeny of Damnation, which he can heal himself. And it passed the Dark Prince, so he can fly. And then I had Sigvald, the Prince of Slenesh. Yeah. Yeah, I had Silesk, the Vengeful Alliance, with two spells, Hysterical Frenzy and Born of Damnation. 
And I had a vice leader, which is a herald of Slanesh, in a vanguard detachment. And she had Born of Damnation and a Flaming Weapon spell. Then I had 30 Demonettes, five Hellstriders, a Seeker Chariot, three Slangor Fiendbloods, and a Gorby's Chariot marked with Slanesh. That was my 2,000 points on the nose. Nice. Uh, What did I have? Uh, I brought my Night Haunt. Um, because I heard that they're no good, and I wanted to give them a try anyway. I think they're pretty good in the new edition. Yeah, everyone keeps saying they're in such a low tier, and I'm like, well, I'm going to give them a try. I don't care. So now I had um, I had six characters. I had a Dreadblade Harrow as my general. Yep. Uh, I had a Knight of Shrouds on a Steed, a Guardian of Souls, a Spirit Torment, Rikenor the Grim Hailer, and Lady Olinder. Mm-hmm. So we had those guys. Um, and you had two Warlord Detachments. Yes, I had two Warlord Battalions, each with three characters and our three leaders, because you had the one, you know, and then the uh, uh, a unit. Each of them had a unit of ten Grimgast Reapers. Yeah. Uh, and then outside of those two battalions, then I had two units of ten Bladegeists, two units of two Chaingasts, Ten blade scythe harridans and a unit of five hex wraiths. Mm-hmm. My grand scr- strategy was also prized sorcery because I didn't know what else to take. I figured there would be a wizard alive at the end. Yeah. Um, and with those two extra warlord battalions, I got to take two extra artifacts. So my dreadblade harrow had uh, the seed of rebirth artifact, which that's actually in the general's handbook, one of the yeah. generic ones. Yep. Uh, and I and think heal yourself. Yeah, when you heal yourself, you get a you, you can re-roll that roll to try to heal yourself with the hero ability. Right. And then the other ones were the headsman's judgment was on the knight of shrouds, so he was plus one to hit and plus one to wound. That's really good. Yeah. And then the guardian of souls had the beacon of Nagashazar, so when he pulled the spectral lure to put units back, you get d six mm-hmm. plus three. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I also like I also like the pendant of the Selwyn. That's one of my favorites. That's a good one too. Yeah. Um, I was gonna. I didn't have too many. Like my guys couldn't cast too many spells because I thought about taking the the spell uh, in and enhancement or whatever it's called because yeah. yeah. then everybody gets an extra spell. Yeah. And I was like, oh, an extra spell for everybody. That's great. Like It's pretty good. But I went through with my list, and I'm like, you know what? I've only got these six spells. Three, th- yeah. There's only three I really want. Each of them have right. one. I yeah, wound up not hunt- getting any spells across anyway, so I it know. didn't matter. It was, I think you rolled like, I don't know, you, need a, you, you needed a seven, you rolled a six. If you needed a six, you would just roll a five. It was the whole game. It, it was pretty much the whole game. Oof. And then I think you got a couple off. Oh, I rolled a nine, and then I went to... And then you rolled a ten. I rolled ten. Like <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was kind of crazy. But uh, so now, normally, this is not the type of list I take. I have lots of chain rasps. Be- I thought I thought the list you brought was cool. Yeah, uh, no, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I, I used to have that War Scroll Battalion, that yeah, I would have at least twenty chain rasps. I would usually have 40 because you 40. Can go up to 40. You can't even have a unit of 40 anymore. No. Nope. And I have so many chain wraps, I don't even know what to do with them. Right. Well, you could have a bunch of units of 10. Right. But uh, you need to have which at is least... Not a, which is not a terrible idea. 
Well, I was thinking the one thing that they could use them for would be to just wait until later in the game and then use the hero's ability to just bring them to uh, the objectives. objectives. Yeah. Because you need at least 10 models, and then you can reroll ones. But they're like the worst. Like I mean, as far as the units go in the game, everything else, all my big stuff moves eight. They only move six. Everything's got a four-up save. Theirs is only five. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ugh, do I really want to take these chain rafts? So I took yeah. two units of ten of the blades, a unit of ten of the harridans, and then two units of ten of the grimgast reapers. Mm-hmm. Figuring, you know, at least these guys have a chance to hit. There's ten of them. Mm-hmm. They've got. Now that you mentioned save. you had never played the harridans before. No, in fact, what'd you, I. What'd you think? Um, they were okay. Yeah, I think they're good. They were okay. Doing the damage, too, on the unmodified wound rolls isn't bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, you're, now the one thing is there. if you have uh, bravery of five or lower, it's minus one to hit mm-hmm. when you're near them. Yep. Um, but your whole army was bravery 10, so yeah, that little bravery 10. bonus. But three attacks, fours by threes, one rend, one damage. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Right. And you, you, throw get all out of, you throw all out attack on them. And and then it's threes by threes. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. not bad, not bad. Um, but so we got our game going, and, I mean, it was, it, it was a, you know, it was a learning game. But yeah. it was it was a lot of fun. I think one of the things I found really interesting was, um, you know, my army couldn't do a lot of the things. I have no monsters, right? So you know, I, I mean, Guyhan can only get two monsters, right? Is it the is the black coach a is, monster? No, nope. so is it not? I don't think so. Hold on, let me double check the rules here. I got it right in front of me. Uh, the black coach is not a monster. I, there not are monster. literally no monsters in well, the Nighthorn. Well, you can get the Morngul. That's not on the. I don't think that's in the list anymore. You could still take it, but I don't think there's points for it in the new GHB and the list. Mm, let me see real quick. I think it, well, if it's in Wars, if it's in is in Wars World Builder. I mean, I don't know if it's in Wars World Builder or not, but when they put out that book with all the points, it's not in there. Is it really not in there? I don't think so. I didn't see it. I mean, I, I could be mistaken. It could be there. I don't have it in front of me. I'll find out in two seconds here. Um, but I'm pretty certain it wasn't there. The, the one thing that I thought right, was... It's, two, it's 270 points. Okay. But is that in War Scroll Builder? Yeah. But is that in the book? I should grab the book. I should go over and grab it really quick. Yeah, yeah War Scroll Builder is actually up to date. That's really weird. Hold on. Did I miss something? Let me just grab it really quick. It's right over here. Hold on one second. Yeah. Sorry about that fantastic radio, me going across the room to grab a book. Uh, oh, I said, that's right. The Black monster. Coach is a behemoth, but it's not a monster. Yeah, it is not in the actual General's Handbook Pitch Battle Profiles 20, uh, 2021. <laughs> really? Nope, it is not in here. Hmm. Yeah, because I was like, oh, there's nothing. There, No, there is no monster that I can take. You, I um, mean... You, you can take the Morgul. It is legal. I've, I've on the Night Haunt. I mean, I, maybe you page. Can't. It's yeah. People talk about the night, the Morgul. 
I mean, maybe. I don't know. But it wasn't in here, so I didn't think I could take it. And then yeah. I'd have to find it. I bought one forever ago. I never mm-hmm. put it together. Yeah. Like, and that's talk about wasting your money on Forge World stuff. <laughs> I bought that, and I never got to put it together. What I think's interesting is in this, what I didn't notice in, in the General's Handbook, because it's got all the rules. It's got that uh, battle pack for pitched battles. Mm-hmm. And you go through it, and it's like, okay, make your army, pick your grand strategy, all that stuff's in here. And then it's like, wait a minute, what is this realm rules? Right. And it's like, oh, the following rules play in Gur. And so I'm like, oh, so we're supposed to just play in Gur all the time? Like, is yep. that if and I? Do you have to play in Gur all the time? I don't know, but it's right here and there. I think you do. If you're going to use General's Handbook Pitch Battles 2021, you're fighting in Gur. Basically, it seems like it, which is a yeah. weird thing. But the one nice thing is that they've got. Um, uh, oh, we never did this in the third battle round, rolling I off know. to see if uh, the destroying gonna, objective I was, markers. I was going to bring that up. I know we forgot about it. But there and is I, that spell in the Realm Sphere Magic where you can pick a hero that's not a monster mm-hmm. and they get the monster keyword until your next right. hero phase. So you can right. do monster stuff with them at least. Yes. Which is at least interesting. You you have a chance to do something and use those monster rules because I never got to yep. use them during the whole game. Right. All I I used the keeper and just stomped every time. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? And why not? I'll stomp you. Yeah. Uh, and where are the monster rules? I'm looking for that in here. That's the one thing that. Uh, oh, there oh, they like are. The, mo- the monsters' actions. Yeah. So oh, roar! You can't do orders. That's interesting. Right. Smash to rubble. You can destroy faction terrain. Oh, I didn't have any. I don't have faction terrain either. So that was that was gone. Mm-hmm. Pick an enemy. No wonder you just kept stomping. There was nothing else for you to do except maybe right. roar. You can't. You, you couldn't battle me as a monster because I don't have any monsters. You couldn't smash my terrain specific uh, uh, faction terrain right. feature because I don't have. Ah, womp womp. Mm-hmm. So. But so it was interesting was so much of your army had all this rend. Yeah, tons of rend. That's what Slanesh does. They just rend. Yeah, and I'm they're all snippy with their claws. Yeah. And I'm just ethereal, so the whole <laughs> it my do whole anything. army took away your great one great thing. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um now I did I, I mean the basic game. You know, basically a lot of the stuff stayed the same. What I found was really fun, though, uh, and once we got it going, was the way that you distribute the command points Mm -hmm. is a little, you know, at at the start of the battle round, after you determine Mm -hmm. already you get some, and then you get an extra one later at the hero phase. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the heroic actions part. Yeah, that's cool. The heroic action thing um, is really great. Uh, I didn't have a ton to do with it, especially in the beginning. There wasn't. It's like oh, I might as well just yeah. try to get a. I might as well use the leadership and get an extra command yeah, point. Yeah, that's pretty much what everybody does. You just go heroic leadership at the beginning, and then once you kind of, I we didn't even we did heroic recovery a couple of times, and we never actually did their finest hour. Probably should have done that. Yeah, kind of forgot about it. Well, and that's <laughs> and that's one of the things is trying to figure out when these things are going to be the most useful and when to use them, and that's going to come with more experience and more playing. Yeah, and th- and that one is, you know, when your keeper of secrets is 
fighting Lady Alinder on the center objective that's worth a ton of points, you probably should do their finest hour. Yeah. And I did do that. See, well, there's <laughs> another thing, though. So if with me, okay, I could have used it and add one to my wound rolls, mm-hmm. but the last half of it, add one to save rolls for attacks. Att- I, I can't. Yeah, that doesn't help you, unfortunately. Not there's, Night Haunt. There's so much stuff here that helps your save bonus, and I'm, my whole army's ethereal, so none of it was effective. Correct. Which, uh, and we'll talk about this a little later because I'm like, some of it, I'm like, was it? You know, I felt like I was missing out on stuff, but then other parts, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, was I really missing out on that much? Yeah. I mean, it just feels like a lot of. I think people overlook how powerful having your whole army be ethereal is. Oh no, I. I, I would it's, hope not. It's it's great. I, I mean, I think I think Nighthaunt get a lot of grief for not being super cool, but I think that rule is it's really good. My like the entire last game table of, was a four up save. Yeah, the last game of two point I played was with my Nighthaunt against a Caradron Overlord's army, and that 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 rule just saved me the entire game. Oh sure, I mean it's kind of the same thing with the Slanesh. You know, fighting you is like the Caradron Orville is just blasting me from every quarter of the battlefield, and I'm just taking it. You know, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> right. I still got more models than you on this objective, so I still hold it. Um, I love, I really like the way the command points have were working uh, mm-hmm. that work now in this game. I found that, uh, the the biggest change, at least in my game, was the way the command point, not only the way I got them, but how much I was using them. Yeah, you use them a lot. You do. I mean, I was getting three to four a turn, mm-hmm. and then sometimes an extra one with the the heroic yep. uh, leadership. Yep. And, you know, you, you when you find when you've got a bunch and you know it's use them or lose them, you're, like, you're more willing you to use, use them. them. Absolutely. And I think that's intentional. They want you to use them. Yeah. You know? And I, I was I burned through mine so fast. You did. You're like, oh man, I'm out. I'm like, oh, I got, you're like, oh, I wish I had one left. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that I noticed, though, uh, like even the rally during the hero phase, mm-hmm. um, I I couldn't get a spell off. I couldn't I couldn't heal my units, which is a big thing for right. Night Haunt. Mm-hmm. Is putting. Some models back, models and I couldn't. Yeah. But like, then, then when all that screwed up, I'm like, "How about the rally?" And the, I'm like, yeah. "I'm gonna rally." And I threw and I, 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 what, I threw seven dice and got three sixes. And you're like, "Oh yeah. man!" Yeah. Well, I think that Herodin's unit. I got it down to. You got it down to one, like three one times. One Herod, yeah. And you, that, one time you brought back six of them or something. Yep. Or nine of them or something. Like, oh, that was. I it. did get the. I did get one <laughs> spell off that game and that was I yeah. did manage to spectral lure the Herodans and that was a yeah. really good one. I put the whole <laughs> yeah. unit back. Yeah. But I also I think and I mean it, it this is uh, this is not I mean this isn't a hot take or anything like that, but just getting these command abilities that can happen in the in your face when I'm playing, yeah. you know, the things yeah. I can do when you're using it mm-hmm. or during your turn. Um, it really adds a couple of cool levels of, mm-hmm. of strategy like you, you, to the game. Yeah, You did a redeploy while we were playing. Mm-hmm. Like you redeployed Lady Alinder, I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cause you guys, yeah. Cause you, you moved. That was later in the game. Suddenly mm-hmm. I'm looking and it's like, Oh, there's a keeper of secrets and Sigvald coming <laughs> right toward <laughs> her. 
mm-hmm. going to redeploy. And I just, mm-hmm. and I and I rolled nice, and I just kind of I moved her behind a screen. Yeah. Which became huge because it, suddenly it was difficult for you to get to her until the very mm-hmm. end of the game right. from the redeploy. Yep, that was big. We we didn't get to use unleash hell because we didn't have anybody that could shoot. You, yeah, you had two guys that could shoot, so it wasn't worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really was not worth rolling <laughs> or burning a command point for that. Yeah. But just using those command points in different parts yeah. of the game, different phases, and I mean, they still had their own command abilities, which I was using. Mm-hmm. But it was just nice. Plus, the back of the books just got them all listed there. Right. And it's it, it, once again, it's something that we both have. Yep. It's all here. Yes, I have my own specialties, but there's this generic group that if you, because you know yeah. the thing is, I how had, did it feel when, like, I use that one spell on Celeste, that subvert spell? Uh, I used it on your Knight of Shrouds, so he couldn't use or receive command abilities. Right, and that, that was, was quick, big, right? Yeah, well, because his command ability is you get an extra <laughs> attack to your melee yeah. weapons. Yeah. And it's like that suddenly really messed him up. Um, that ability before is like, eh, who cares? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Somebody else will just do it, you know? Right. But now it's like, I'm going to make that guy right in the middle of your army. He can't use command abilities. Like, oh, crud. Like his 18-inch bubble is now gone. Right. So, I mean, I, I noticed that's in the Slanesh book a couple of different times where you can stop people using command abilities. Remember, this is a this book was written in last edition, so mm-hmm. obviously it was written with this new stuff in mind. I just found that with this group of generic command abilities, um, I mean, I had three different characters who had two or three characters. Well, Lady Olinda had to be the general, and she wasn't, so her command ability you couldn't even use. Mm. You know, I had mm-hmm. so I had two guys with a command ability. Um, one could only use it to a guy near him during the combat. So it's like a lot of times I never burned through my command, command. points. Right. I mean, even in the old version, I didn't. I would save up and not burn too many command points yeah. because unless I was going to use it to reroll a charge or yeah. with the old generic ones, right? Unless I was doing that. Um, mm-hmm. I found I didn't have a need for these command points, but now you've got this list, and it's like, oh, yeah. almost every turn, there's something. Yep. I don't have to wait for the situational thing that my character's got. I've got right. this long list. Now, you should always probably be using like that, like all-out attack and all-out defense. Those are going to get used as kind of like a, well, I've got a command point or two left in, you know, he's attacking me. I might as well use all-out defense. Like, sure. Well, I couldn't, yeah. which is another thing. Well, yeah, you can't do it with night. Well, you also didn't have to worry about using it, which is, you know what I mean? Like, right. I can't use it, so that's a command point I can use on something else. And that and that that was something I wanted to talk about later when we start going over after the whole game is mm-hmm. there was a couple of things I couldn't do in the game, but that freed up points to do other things, I think. Like, I didn't right. have to worry about saving it for that. Mm-hmm. It, it does kind of suck because, I mean, you had a lot of guys who had four four up saves a couple mm-hmm. of your bigger guys and you'd use the all-out defense it's like oh now mm-hmm. it's a three up and it's like all mm-hmm. oh, like my characters i mean my whole army because i didn't take any chain rasps was a four up save which was great because yeah. it was four yeah. up constantly and i yeah. think that's where the i think that's what you were saying is you had a lot of guys who'd had some four up saves mm-hmm. um some of your bigger guys but i had rend 
And yep. so that always affected it. Whereas, yes, I only have a four up. I can't get to that three like so many of other guys are doing. Like Stormcast, I mean, their whole army's fours. Yeah. And get to three. Heck, their heroes are threes. They can get to twos with that twos stuff. Twos now, yeah. Uh, and I can't do that, but I also don't have to worry about a guy with a, you know, I don't have to worry about a Sigvald coming in with his two rend and suddenly <laughs> turning my fours into sixes. Should we talk about Sigvald for a second? Why not? <laughs> Like, I'd read his rules before. This guy's kind of cool. But then we actually used him in the game. Like, oh, my gosh. That dude is, he's the, he's the Sig, he's the Sigvald missile. He's just nuts. He's brutal. And I couldn't hurt him. (laughs) That was the thing. I couldn't hurt him. I just had to avoid him because every time I threw any attacks at him, he he totally saved everything. It was crazy. He's got such a good armor save. Mm-hmm. He's, I was missed using Mystic Shield on him. Like, here, Mystic Shield. Then he gets in there, two-up two armor. Okay. And then he's a, he's a three-up normally. He's a three-up armor. He's got. Doesn't he have a four-up? Uh, he has a four-up ward save. Against, it's, not, it's, not, it's not called a ward save in this book. It's called a... Well, now they are, but it's still... I, it's, I, ignore wounds and mortal wounds on a four-plus. So, yeah. Yeah, the same thing. So he's got a four-up ward. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. If I didn't have the ethereal, the four-up ethereal, he would have just destroyed everything. Yeah. But it was like you couldn't, because doesn't he have like two rend? He has two rend, yeah. D3 damage on that sword. It's crazy. And I was... He, he had that one turn he charged a Linder. He had nine attacks. That's right, because he gets his... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she wound up taking like two wounds because... Yeah, because you rolled like... A, a Bean. bunch because four ups. Yeah, and then he attacked twice because the keeper used his ability on Sigvald. And she still lived. And he still lived. It's like, oh my gosh. What a stupid thing. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was what I think was some of the like I said, the most fun was the different way that the command the whole way the command points went through and got to get used was um it just felt more fun. It yeah, just, I agree. And it, it, like I said, the back of the book just had this list. And I'm constantly looking at: is there anything I can do? Any little, any little thing I can add? Any right. little bump I can get? Mm-hmm. Um, it made it really a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Like I said, I didn't get to use the the monster thing at the end of the charge phase, but you did, and it was quite effective. It was constantly yeah, the, stomping yeah, on stuff. Stomping on stuff was because it's mortal wounds on a two up. Yeah, and again, and it's and it's mortal wounds on night haunt, which is their Bane, you know? Right, because it's like then it goes right to that six up save. It goes right to that six up save. Yeah, it was really great. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a sh- you know what you should have done is you should have cast the spell and made Sigvald a monster. Oh yeah, because then Sigvald gets the stomps, <laughs> but Sigvald has those rules that none of the wounds he does can be negated. That's so it's doing true. mortal wounds, and you don't get a you know I wouldn't get my uh, my death save. Uh right yeah that's true yeah that's oh <laughs> uh, so stupid he's that's such a dumb he's thing. nuts he is crazy yeah and let's let's just say the model I used for him was the old Sigvald model so tiny <laughs> he's just but he was on a sixty mil base which I was did, like you I had, had to, to add a bunch of rocks and stuff to fill <laughs> I had to glow up the sixty mil base a little bit but <laughs> that was I might have to buy a new Sigvald model I might have to get one. It's a nice model. It'd it be is a nice really addition. Nice. Like people uh, are bagging on the horns, but I kind of like the horns. I think they look cool. Now I would say uh, what went well with my game: the night haunt still played like they're supposed to. Yeah, 
A lot, I, I, most of my stuff had one rend. It had some good mm-hmm. attacks. I was able mm-hmm. to get some extra attacks with the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get any magic off Lady Olinder. It took her a while to get close enough to do any of her mortal wounds. Right. Yep. Um, but I did, honestly, I wiped out most of your army except for the big oh, characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean I, yes. if it wasn't for the depravity <laughs> points, and that's the thing. Oh, that's the other thing. I have like 14 units in this army. That's a lot. And you had like ten or I have eleven, four, four characters mm-hmm. and five units. So every unit that took a wound, you were getting depravity points. So you yeah. were bringing back a unit, like you brought a unit back turn two. You brought something in turn three, turn, turn four. three, turn four. Yeah, um, I, I had three. I, had, I I I got three units back turns two, one two, one three, one four. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where, and that's what hurt me mm-hmm. um i think in the long run was because i was just i would have my my general i mean his his ability he as long as he's not in combat he's not within three inches he can just go somewhere on the board yeah i you know I've, I've played quite a few night hunt players i've never actually seen that tactic in practice that's awesome and then i use the command ability <laughs> yeah uh, to to pull a unit over to him, so I just yeah. jump where I want to on the board and bring a unit in. Yeah. Um, and actually, That's so cool. With if I had some chain rasps and sort of keep them in the back, I can jump him near an uh, objective, bring them in, boom, and grab mm-hmm. use them to grab objectives. Mm-hmm. That little teleporting and moving those things around where I wanted them was great. Yeah, it was cool. Um, the problem came in when suddenly, like, we had all this stuff near the middle of the board trying to grab mm-hmm. objectives. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were playing. Let's say, well, let's say what battle right. we were playing. We were playing tectonic disruption, or what is the name of that one? Uh, what was it? That's a good question. Tectonic uh, something. Tectonic interference. There you go. It's where you had the three objectives, and then every turn you rolled to see which one was the major objective. Right. And so here you and I are kind of battling over the objectives, and they're moving around, so we're moving around. But by mm-hmm. the Near, like getting into turn four, it was in the center. It was right in the middle. Yeah, and I mean, I had wiped out most of your army, but there yeah. in the center of the board, you had a couple. Uh, you had, uh, in fact, I did. I wiped out the 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 little. I had the. I had my. I think I had. Oh, I what had, are the I little the demonettes? The I wiped out the, the demonettes. And who's yeah. standing there? Is you've got this big keeper of secrets and Sigvald. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing my whole army around you to attack, yeah. and I can't because you got that one little hero that has locked in my other two units. Yeah, the vice, the uh, herald of Slanesh just was right there. Yeah. yeah, so I got, I got my other units are in combat with her, so I can't retreat and go in and get into those guys. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, because each units, you, you know, all these different units are losing a model, losing a wound. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, behind them, there's more demonettes and chariots popping up. So it's like yep. I couldn't, I could not bring because I was going to have to bring in multiple units and just right. put tons of firepower mm-hmm. into taking those two big guys down. Right, and I just couldn't. Yeah, what's do cool it. about the keeper is that it's got so many different ways to heal itself. It's crazy. I mean, that's what that. that I mean that. The sinistrous hand. I mean, mm-hmm. I must have. I must have healed. I don't know. 
five six all wounds i know is at the end of, of the game at the, the end of the game you didn't have any wounds and i did uh-uh. i was doing like three or four wounds a turn yeah i was using sinister's hand heroic recovery and progeny of damnation just healing myself just <laughs> it's crazy you almost have to one shot the keeper to take it out yeah it was i i didn't know what to do i had no mm-hmm. idea what to do um mm-hmm. because it could keep doing all this healing um and then, like I said, your monster stuff was coming in mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I just, gosh. I don't think you really did anything really wrong in it. I think it was just dice at the end. It was just, yeah. I mean, there were well, times. We, yeah. Maybe going into turn four, because you double turned me two into three. Yes. And then three and then into I, four. And then we, th- that huge fight in the middle. And then I double turned you three into four. And, and that was kind of the end of the game. Yeah, it was, I was. I had taken. I mean, all of my heroes had like one or two wounds left, and they mm-hmm. needed that hero phase to try and cast a spell, mm-hmm. try to heal, mm-hmm. try to something. Because mm-hmm. um, they, you know, if it was against your normal units, they could have. But it was every. There was all these characters in the middle facing off yep. against a, a, a fully healed Sigvald and a fully healed Keeper of Secrets. Mm-hmm. I just I couldn't roll that many saves. It was not possible. Right. Um, and it made it hard, but it was super close. Like you were, you were ahead of me by a point. I have one point (laughs) for like the first two turns. And then at the end of turn three, I was ahead by like two points Mm -hmm. and then we were going into turn four and it was like, Oh, we looked at the whole board. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, you're, you're going to get full points here and there's no way I can get them back. Right. And I would have got them again on turn five. I would have probably got full points again. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And we had called that. This and we had been playing for like three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were taking our time and going through rules yeah. and setting. The plus, yeah. it took me forever to get all that stuff out of out of my, out of the case and get everything uh, on the on the trays. You you were able to pack away faster than I was. Jeez. Well, yeah. Once it, once I got it together, yeah, I was just <laughs> dropping models into into case. But Harrison was there giving me a hand too. Oh, that's true. I had demon. That's laying all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, but all in all, this was so much fun. I I had a great time playing it, and I always felt like I was in. I always felt like mm-hmm. there was something I could be doing, and that's what I think was a really great thing about um the new game. And I can't wait to play some more because yeah. uh you know I I managed to grab a couple battalions. They didn't take up my points. Right. I wasn't dropping a hundred. Like I, I, I'll drop anywhere from one hundred and you know anywhere from a hundred to two hundred and forty yeah. points. Yeah. On battalions in the yeah. old game, and it was like, yeah. oh, they're free, and they don't right. give me as much cool stuff, but they still right. give me stuff. Yeah, I stopped taking battalions in my Stormcast army in last edition. I was like, I'm not going to blow points on this. If I need an extra command point, I'll just pay fifty points. That's yeah. I mean, I liked getting the artifacts and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, you know, I, I took a couple of these. I got artifacts. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing I forgot to do, and I didn't even really need it, was there was uh, twice I would have been able to take, because it was the world thing, uh, I could have taken an extra command point. Oh, you know, I totally forgot yeah, all those things. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many little things that we're forgetting yeah. to do. Yeah. But we'll get those with time as well. It was just, mm-hmm. it was. I thought it was really a fun time. And, um <sighs> The game just played smooth. Yeah, it did. That, I think that was the biggest thing. Was I, I? I never felt like I was out of it. I never felt like I was getting a gotcha. 
everything just rolled and we were just laughing and rolling dice and having a good time. And it was everything I want in my tabletop war game. There was yeah. strategy, there was tactics, there was fun. Um, well, that's the thing that was different to me is that there was actual tactics involved in this, which I thought was fantastic. It's like, do I keep my keeper on this side kind of stay over here or you know should keep I do this, this objective right. or should I, should I go all the way around the flank with it and kind of get you from that way should I just go right in the middle and just start so when the demonettes completely failed to kill 10 herodans i was like uh-oh <laughs> i'm gonna need the keeper in the middle here we go <laughs> yeah no kidding i thought those 30 demonettes were gonna wipe out 10 herodans but they did not yeah, well, I mean, but, but the, oh, it's a four-up save. What are you going to do? What can yeah. you do? It's a four-up yeah. save. Sometimes yeah. it works. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were also times when you rolled that it's like, oh, I got to make none. None. Oh, and then talk about the end of turn three, the whiff fest. Where oh, jeez. Your Keeper of Secrets comes in on Lady Olinder. Yeah. And Sigvald. Yeah, well, Sigvald managed to do wounds. Your keeper of secrets yeah. literally didn't do one wound to her. Nothing. Like you, you missed so many attacks. It's like I think I had to only make like two saves against the keeper <laughs> yeah. of secrets. I'm yeah. like, I made these both, and you're like, are you kidding? You know, I think the, like the like the big claws, the big yeah. the, to it. The, 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 I only landed that in the whole game once. I landed that one time when I did ten wounds to one model. Yeah. I was like, oh, and it was like, it was like the last Grim Gas Reaper left. And I did ten wounds to it. Yeah, I'm like, right. I gotta save this. There's like, there's two, there's two of these guys. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try to make these saves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ten wounds. Oh, and then my uh, Dreadblade Harrow and my sixth, uh, six Blade Geists. Yeah, the total width. On Not my, one on hit my, on my herald of Slender. Your herald, and so it's like, wait, I didn't kill the herald. Okay, so I am stuck here for a whole nother turn. Uh -huh. One herald with yep. the uh, with a big chunk, uh, like uh, with everything that I need to bring to bear on those other guys. Yeah, because uh, I needed overwhelming force. I couldn't go yeah. you, one unit at ten at a time because you'd wipe them out, and it was just mm -hmm. like, oh, I need everything in here. No, yeah, they're being like, held up. Like, yeah. And that was the old school model for that too. It was so it's just a little tiny guy. And he's like, Oh, the whole army is just standing there staring at this one stupid herald. I'm like, come on. I actually I actually used the old metal mask. Um, I thought that was the mask. The okay. Yeah, it's the old mask, the old metal one. <laughs> it was just oh God. But I gotta say, going to a game store, bringing in yeah. my case, putting the models yeah. on the table, rolling dice. Yeah. Amazing yeah. time. Yeah, let's talk about Grognard for a second. Such a sure. good place to play a game. Oh, Todd oh came gosh. by, was asking how yeah. things were going. Yeah. <laughs> all, this, and all, the ter all the terrain there they have. Oh, my So gosh. much terrain. Yeah. So, it's crazy. And it's nice terrain, too. It's not it's chunky really stuff. Nice. It's really There's good pictures terrain. of it on Twitter if you want to look at it. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. No, we had a great time. Mm -hmm. Um I think there was a 40k game going on at the same time. There was a 40k game going on behind us, and there was a couple of people playing Crisis Protocol. Yeah, Crisis Protocol, because I kept hearing Marvel people yeah, I mean, like, throwing yeah. each other around. Baron Zemo has this special ability. I look over there, and, he's like, and <laughs> Ultron can do this. I'm like, okay, they're playing. Well, I, heard, I think I heard somebody say, like, like That's okay, so Spider-Man is going to throw Baron Zemo at Colossus. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was yeah. It was it was it was a lot of people there that day. Mm-hmm. Just have, and then when I was leaving, there was a bunch of guys playing magic sitting over the table too. Yep. So yep. there was definitely something happening there the whole time oh, we were sure. there. Yeah, I've I've known Todd for so long. Oh my gosh, and that's I, the I, thing, Chris. I you bet, and I you have I've known, known him forever, for twenty years. And I, I didn't. Tried. I've I'd never met the guy up until like two years ago. <laughs> He used to run a game store gaming called no, it was called Crooked Hat Games. Crooked Hat Games, right, right, right. And it was in Schaumburg. And that's where Yeah, we used to play there a lot. That yeah. was that was ages ago. And then that closed and I think he ran another game store inside Stratford Square Mall for a while. And then and then I think he gave up the game store life for a little bit and then Came back to Grognards, which is fantastic. Have you, ever met, have you ever met his brother, Howie? I don't think so. <laughs> He's a riot. <laughs> He's fantastic. But no, the, it was there was a lot of people there. Lots of gaming going. Harrison just kept. Harrison would be playing, and then he'd go to the bathroom. He'd walk around like, Dad, they've got this here. They've got this. They've got all mm-hmm. this stuff. I'm like, yeah, they have everything here. They have everything. So yeah. So should we talk about our lists and what we would change? Uh, you know what? Let's take our last break, and then we'll come yep. back and talk about that and wrap up the show. Because I know, wow, it's cool. a show that's going to be under, if not exactly, two hours. People are going to, you okay. know, people are going to have that's a stroke. True. No one's going to believe me when I tell them we <laughs> did a show this quickly. All right, so let's take a break, and then we'll be right back. Fantastic. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. All right, we're back. We are back, and uh, we're back. So, yeah, what would you? Uh, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking so, about doing different? So, I like the Keeper of Secrets. Super cool. Um, Sigvald's like, good. I, Sigvald is cool. Um, I didn't think I'd like him, but he's excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Celeste guy, the Vengeful Allegiance. Mm-hmm. I mean, she. He's okay. The only thing I like about him is he's a wizard. That's his best trait for me because I might replace. I might think about replacing him with just a regular Slanesh demon prince. I think they're the same points. 
Demon Prince does some stuff that I like a little bit more than this guy, but this guy's a wizard. And with the prize sorcery grand strategy that I like, I think that fits a little better. And I like his spell, Subvert. I really like that. Yeah, that Subvert thing was a big old pain yeah, in my That was cool. Noggin. That was cool. So, and then the Herald of Slanesh is just good. I mean, that, that's, yeah. Just because uh, the Locust of Diversion that the uh, demon heroes can do mm-hmm. is is excellent. It's that one where if you're within one inch on a four plus, you can't pile in. Right. Ugh. It's really good. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't think I think I only got it a couple of times, but it's the couple it of really, times you got it though. It stopped my guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I had yeah. from from doing anything. It really helped the keeper on that one flank at the beginning of the game. Right, that was good. So thirty demonettes. I, I my original list had only had twenty, but I think I really like thirty. They get to hang around for a little bit longer. It's kind of expensive, but I think they're worth it. Um, then the Hell Striders with Claw Spears never really got to do anything, but that's okay. Um, and then the Seeker Chariot, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I actually really liked it. That Retreat and Charge ability that it has is super yep. useful. And, it, and that thing hit pretty hard. So I like that. The Slangore Fiendbloods, not, no, not so much. <laughs> I, like, I think we even talked about the 150 points for three guys. And like, I kind of knew they weren't good. But I kind of put them in there anyway because I painted them and I wanted. I paint you. I'm going to use you in at least one game, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I had a Gorby's chariot from kind of my old school Chaos Warriors army, and I rebased it and it looks cool. So I wanted to use that, and it never even got to do anything because it got charged and died. But it did its job. So I would think I would. I would do. I think I would take out in this particular version of this list. I think I'd take the Fiend Bloods, the Gorby's Chariot out, and I think I'd put in one a unit or two units of Seekers. So those are the mounted demonettes on the steeds of Slanesh. Mm-hmm. They actually can do quite a a bit on the charge. Like they they they're they're they hit about as well as kind of like a a unit of you know, demonettes with a full front and second rank, they hit about that hard because the steeds actually have two attacks. So they're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're fast. Oh my gosh, they move 14? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they don't even need to use one of your command points to like run to charge because they just move 14 and they just charge. I mean, God. So for this version of the list... I think that's what I would do. I actually have a, wrote up another list, which is um, to Keeper Secrets, and it's uh, Celeste, but it's then I have Dexessa and Senessa in there okay. from the Kragnos book. Right. And then it's 20 Demonettes, Hellstriders, Chariot, Seekers. That that list looks kind of fun to me because it's kind of like the monster mash gur kind of style, kind of like because those are they're, that's three monsters, and Dexessa and Senessa is kind of looking at their rules again, kind of in context of playing an actual game with this book and kind of seeing the stuff that they do, can do, and they're, they're they can do some cool stuff. Yeah, so I think I have to buy those models and paint them and all that stuff. But 
I'm thinking about that list as well. So you got all sorts of stuff you're thinking about. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Like I said, I I love that. I love we get a couple of games in, and it's like, oh, there's so much. And like I said, with the different <laughs> rules, with different things we can do, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, maybe I'd like to try this. Maybe I'd like to try that. Yeah. I'm uh, I I don't know about this army. Like I I, this is the army I have right now. This is the army mm-hmm. that's mostly painted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ha- I have some ideas. <laughs> what were you thinking? So for night hunt. Uh huh. Um, I think you really need to take a look at the Cruel Gas Cruciator. I did get one. I, his mm-hmm. rules aren't in the book, and I always forget about him. Mm-hmm. That thing is its the force multiplier that Night Haunt have been looking for. Is it? Yeah. Let me look at this guy's rules real quick. But, uh, yeah, go out. Keep going. So he, what he can do, he has a shooting attack. He's 18-inch range. But it has rend, has good rend, like rend two. Okay. Like D three damage, but you're not really worried about it killing stuff. You just need to do one wound, because then it triggers his ability, which it gives everybody within a foot five plus deathless saves. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on a second. If any wounds inflicted by this model are allocated to an enemy model not negated, this model becomes empowered mm-hmm. until the next shooting phase. The Deathless mm-hmm. Spirits battle trait negates wounds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I need to get this guy painted up. I have one. I definitely uh-huh. need to get him. So he saved my bacon in that game against the KO. So he, he's just, he just turns does one the, wound. One wound. He turns the death save from a six up to a five up for stuff within yeah. twelve inches. That's so now you've really got good. now you've got a four plus ethereal save and a five plus deathless save. Is it? I can't remember. Is it within or is it wholly within a foot? I think it's wholly within a foot. Um, wholly within twelve inches of any yeah. friendly empowered right. cruciators. So it takes a, some little placement, but smaller table, smaller units. It's not. As difficult. So, if I was doing it, I would have two of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you just put them where you need them. They're kind of hanging out because they don't need to be up there fighting. They have an 18 inch range. So, what I notice when I use mine is you're probably not going to get it in the first turn because you're not really going to be close enough. Mm-hmm. So, you kind of might have to wait until the second turn to start getting it. Unless the other guy plays really aggressive on his turn one and just moves up, and you can just ding a wound off somebody, and now you've got that five plus death plus. It's it, it, it changes things for Night Haunt, in my opinion. That one little rule. Well, like, yeah, that's that's huge. Now here's the huge. thing, though. I'm now I've I've, I've got I wanted to keep my Dreadblade Hero. Mm-hmm. Because I like to be able to move my stuff around the yep. board, right? Yep. Yep. I like uh, and I, I took six characters, which is all I can take. Yeah. Uh, I like the Knight of Shrouds on Steed. It's you yep. get a plus one to the attack characteristics, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, mm-hmm. I think um, when other people are around him, they get like some sort of yeah. I get mm-hmm. to. Re- yeah, I mean, that's not a big thing. Reroll ones for attacks made with this model's Dreadblade. 
So my Dreadblade Harrow actually does a little better around the Knight of Shrouds, but he's got that plus one attack thing, yeah. which is really helpful. It's very, it's very good. Yeah. But um, and I like I like the combo you did with him, with the with the item to just boost the Sword of Stolen Hours. That sword is super good. Yeah, if it kills any, um, well, yeah, if it's. Any any wounds, allocate wounds inflicted by the Sword of Stolen Hours before the Hooves mm. and Teeth. Mm-hmm. Each time a wound inflicted by this model is slays, slays a hero, heal one wound. So yeah, that, I'm, not it's, so much, I'm yeah. not so much worried about that. I just I, I like the amount of damage it does. Four attacks, one ren, two damage, and it's threes mm. by threes, and I gave it the... Uh, <laughs> twos by twos. Yeah, Headsman's Judgment. So it's twos yeah. by twos. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Lady Olinder was fun. I don't necessarily need her in the army. Although, I, but see, here's I, the thing. Yeah. See, I don't think I'd take her. But it's I had Lady Olinder, the Guardian of Souls, and Rikinor. They were my only wizards. Mm-hmm. So And she can do two spells. Right. So, right. I mean, that's kind of... Now, granted, I didn't get any off, so big deal. Right. But I kind of need some things to... Ca- I, need, I need some magic. In the, so what you could do is you could take... Because Night Haunt have access basically to two items that can make their wizards level two wizards, basically. They have the generic one mm-hmm. in the book, and then they've got their own in their own book. So you could have two guys with an extra spell each just from taking magic items. Oh, well, that's that's helpful. Right. Okay, so yeah. All right, so that makes some sense then. So I would go... I would, I'd probably, Rikinor, I might... Because yeah, they're kind of expensive, Rikinor and Orlinder. Or you could just take regular... Uh, they're really not that bad. Rikinor is 165 and Lady mm-hmm. O is only 215. Right. How much is a Guardian of Souls? 130? Uh, yeah, Guardian of Souls, 135. But I, I yeah. now, I like the Guardian of Souls because the Guardian of Souls uh, has the Spectral Lure. Mm-hmm. He's also got... You can heal ability. D6 wounds. Yeah, he's also got an ability. People within a foot of him, doesn't he? Uh, add one to wound rolls for attacks made by friendly night haunt wholly within twelve inches of this model. Yeah, it's fantastic. So plus one to wound, and he gets the D six. Plus he's got the beacon on him, so it's actually D six plus three wounds back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he kind of can't go. I can, I mean, I just I take Lady Alinder because I like her. Yeah, I mean and, that's and Reikenor's got me. a lot of movement, yeah. and he's got a yep. spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that that. Cruel get, yeah, getting a the, five up death save is huge. It's, it's, it's huge. Uh, it's you, such a big, such a boon for the night haunt. That one guy, that one rule, like whoa. See, and then like I had the spirit torment and the chain ghasts, and I know a lot of people don't think that much of them. And I'm wondering, like, I I, I like this. I like the spirit torment. Um, not so much the chain ghasts. I don't. Well, I'm appara- happy with the. Hmm? So the, yeah, you've got the spirit torment, and if three models or enemy models are slain, I could put D three wounds back, which is good. Reroll hit rolls uh, that's, of that's one for does. friendly night haunts, wholly within that's, twelve inches. Yeah. So what you're trying to do is you're right there. Is you're trying to you're trying to overlap the bubbles, right? Yeah. Of the, him and the guardian of souls. You're trying to overlap their bubbles onto the guys who are fighting. Well, and that's why I like the chain gas because you get a pair of them for seventy five points. Mm-hmm. And they basically extend the spirit torments bubble. If they're yeah. totally within twelve inches of the spirit torment, mm-hmm. then friendly night within twelve inch, wholly within twelve inches of them can also get the uh, re-roll the hit rolls of one. Yep. But then that winds up being 
he's a buck fifteen and two so it's almost two hundred points to get those re-rolls of one. So maybe it's I don't know, maybe it's not worth it. Plus I have a bunch of them. Like I just yeah. I bought a bunch because they came in the packs and I was just like, sure. okay. Yeah. Um so maybe and I do need a, to change that out. I, I just think you should try it. Like the I the Well I'm definitely gonna try it now that I know how cool it is. Oh my gosh. It's such a big difference. How many points I, does that do it again? One one sixty five. Oh, I see, think. Yeah, that's not bad. I also don't know if the Hex Wraiths did much of any. Like they, oh, no. They, the Cruel Gas Cruciator's 120. Oh, see, that is super cheap. Yeah, I may have <laughs> to bring him in there. And he has six wounds. Yeah, he's got one more than most he's of these guys. He's got one more than most of those guys. So I'll yeah. have to bring him in. I've got one. I may have to get a second, but we'll so I was get doing, one first. Yeah. yeah, I was making them wizards by putting items on them, too. Oh, see, yeah, I can do that, and then I, then I've got my magic. Um, mm. I don't know if the hex wraiths did all that much. You know, they did pretty much what all hex wraiths do in all night haunt lists: is they rode down a flank, they took an objective, and they did their job. <laughs> True. I'm just. I, I'm just, I really I, like hex wraiths because that's what they always do. They yeah. just run around. They float through stuff. They kill little units on the flanks. Mm-hmm. And they always end up taking some objective that nobody really wants to pay attention to. That This is what they do. And it's and they're super fast. That's yeah. that's what really gets... Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. And they're a battle line. They are battle line. 12-inch movement, two wounds apiece. Mm-hmm. So for 150 points, I've got 10 wounds and a 12-inch yeah. movement with a four-up save. And yeah. I was like, well, you know, do I want, you know, and this is where I keep rolling back looking. I kept looking at, well, do I just want to take some chain rasps? Because mm-hmm. they're like 95 points for 10, mm-hmm. but they've only got a six-inch move and a five-up save. Right. they got a right. lot more attack. They got don't right. even have more attacks, really. Yeah. So... I, I, I think th- I think they're cool because they can just operate. There's independent operators. They yeah. can just, they could do their own thing on the flank. They don't need anybody to really help them. They can get they can just roll down a flank. Maybe I yeah see maybe I lose the chain. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewrite this list. I'm I'm gonna say for everyone like whenever you see these things get ranked and they got the you know the, your your S level and A levels these yeah. are always down like in the C and D levels like like <laughs> the night haunt are not that great um you know i don't think i don't think they had the cruel gas cruciator in mind when they put those tiers i think that's such a big rule that just makes this army into just well it's for that one bubble though holy within machine. holy within 12 of that one guy so you need a mm-hmm. couple you need to keep them alive but it could, it could be it could work yeah and now with heroic recovery you just raise their wounds back yeah it could be good like i said i just wish i had a monster and i want to put like i i've painted the black coach i just haven't mm-hmm. put all the bits together mm-hmm. and plus i have all those custom bases for the whole army i have to roll yeah. out a base for the thing i kind of mm-hmm. want to bring the black coach like i know everyone yeah. says he's not great i just like well, what how it looks i like what it does it's got 12 wounds i think you go with the whole if you painted it you're gonna play it that, mentality. there you go there you just, go <laughs> i mean i'll probably play keep playing with these dumb slang or fiend bloods i have three more I have to build. <laughs> I bought them. I bought them. I'm going to gonna gonna darn well Am I really going to spend 300 points on Slangor Fiend Bloods? Probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. 
Um, the smaller table wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, it's not, it's not that that huge of a, I mean, it's a difference, obviously. It is. Because now you start a lot closer together, right? Yeah. Are you 18 inches, 18 inches apart? Is that what we Well, were? we had to say nine inches Oh, I mean, the the rule was uh, for the for the deployment was nine inches from the. From the so center. we still had we still had like a twelve or thirteen inch deployment zone, but yeah, we're yeah. closer because if you still have the we're same closer. size deployment zone, we mm-hmm. are closer. We get stuck in quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the game just seemed to move. Is I think that's what it is. There was constantly something happening, mm-hmm. and I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that there was something going on right away. And the game was moving, and I constantly felt engaged. Yeah. So maybe I'll, like I said, I was just looking at this going, mm. and that was my biggest beef was I couldn't cast Mystic Shield. I couldn't right. use All Out Defense. But then mm-hmm. it was like, well, do I want to waste a spell on Mystic Shield when I'm trying to put wounds back? Like, I don't really want. Right. I'm casting Mystic Shield when I can't figure out what to cast what from my cast? goods. Like, that's always like the backup. Yep. So it's like, okay, I don't really have it as a well, backup, you, but do well, I want it? Now you could cast Arcane Bolt. Mm-hmm. And remember, you can hold Arcane Bolt now. That's a cool thing, which neither of us did that. Which we didn't I, do it, yeah. Didn't need it. Although, man, I bet you, I, I, you know, thinking about it now, mm-hmm. holding that when you had my couple of my guys down to one wound left mm-hmm. would have been nice to drop that on those guys before mm-hmm. I turned and pulled back six of them. Yeah. God, there's so many cool things you can do. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited to get this going again because I did. I came home and I was sitting there looking at going, man, there's so many little things I can't do. Maybe I just want to pull out the ogres that are mostly painted and see what I could do with them. Of course, I'm looking at that list going, I just want to take like, I don't want to take the big, the big stompy stuff. I just want to take a bunch <laughs> of, a bunch of gluttons and yeah. get them on the table too. Um, but maybe I'll stick with these for a while. I think I'm going to stick I, with the Night Hunt for a bit and see what I can do. Change up the list a little bit. And, yeah, I think and there's see. a ton of different builds you can do with Night Hunt right now. I think there's a lot of stuff. I'm just I I, I, I I'm I'm frustrated because I have I think 120 chain rasps. Chain rasps. <laughs> yeah. Because I had like three. I had two units of 40 I would play with, and then I had uh-huh. more in case I had. St- I either have I either have 80 or I have 120. I don't remember exactly how many I bought, but I bought. Well, you can. A lot of them. Yeah. Well, you can double. You can do four reinforcements, so you can have ten. You could have two units of thirty, right? That's the biggest I could have. Yeah. So you could have, I so mean, I could have a whole army of, of just of them. Yeah, I could just yeah, literally just, take a whole army of them because there's just no limit. Flood the board with chain rasps and see what happens. And, and a couple <laughs> and a bunch of cruciators. So I got five up, five ups. Five up, five ups. And just guys just rolling in. Yeah. And then you and then you stick a couple of. I don't know, small, like, heavy-hitting units just here and there just to do some punch every now and then. I don't know. Maybe. Well, like, I, like, I, like, I, like, I wrote up a, a shooting Slanesh army <laughs> last night. I was like, hmm. There's oh, and cool I don't fight it. Yeah, do. and they don't have a shooting phase, really, except, like no. I said, so... Just, I like, just, I, I, like I didn't have a shooting phase. I was like, no, hmm. neither of us did. That was I kind missed of funny. that shooting phase. What could I do? Harrison's Ooh. like, what is it with you and not 
playing I'm playing armies that don't play in all the phases. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you play dwarves who had no magic phase. You play these guys who have no shooting phase. Yeah. He's like, it's like, what is wrong with I'm like, I played the Stormcast. He's like, where are those? I'm like, I sold them. He's like, yeah, good. I have an army that plays. I'm like, don't. You know, Harrison's just like, my army plays in all phases, including yours. So, right. <laughs> like I could, I like I think I might want to do a army with thirty three Blissbarb archers <laughs> and and a unit of the Blissbarb seekers and then one of the Infernal and Rapturouses and just stick yeah. that all on a flank and just shoot the crap out of a flank with that and see what happens. Good. So yeah, maybe I'll <laughs> stick with this. You know what? Maybe I'll stick. I'll, I'll change it up. I'll keep playing with it because mm-hmm. I did. I, I. You know what? The game was close. Mm-hmm. For and, sure. And is if I can if I can it just here's the thing. I, we all know I'm not good at this game. It's not like I'm going to be. Play, but if I can at least keep in the game where it's fun and I'm not out of the game at the end of turn two, I'm I'm happy to keep playing yeah. this army. I think it's I think it's just practice. I you just like gotta this. play. I just I gotta like, play more. I like these models. I like this army. I like how mm-hmm. it plays. I mm-hmm. like jumping my units around and doing mm-hmm. stupid stuff. So, mm-hmm. plus being able to fly and be an ethereal, I was just moving all over all sorts oh, of stuff. Gosh. I just yeah. like you're like, oh, well, I'm you're on that kidding. side of your unit. I'm over here. I'm over there. He's like, oh, that's right. You could just fly. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go right <laughs> over there. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and I, and it's like this army I had doesn't have enough stuff to zone you out. So, pretty oh. much go wherever you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. It was it was that was that the movement. I was just like able to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Which I know got frustrating to you. It's like every time you turn oh. around, it was like, "Up, oh, I'm over here." Nope, now I'm over here. I think it's fantastic. It was fun. Well, it <sighs> actually taught you know it showed me a different way to play Night Hunt too because I don't play that way at all with my Night Hunt. Yeah, see, that was what I was doing when I was having those big units. I would bring that guy over, and then what I would do is I would have those the condemned. So I had the big two units of forty mm-hmm. with the spirit torments and those spirit, mm-hmm. you know, so they could get to re rolls. Mm-hmm. And those guys would just move up the field, and then I would find something I really wanted to attack, mm-hmm. and he would jump over there, and then I would pull twenty sword, twenty uh, blade geists, yeah, just to him. And it's like, okay, I got twenty blade guys with him wherever I want to come in and just punch someone really hard. Right. Meanwhile, I have two units of forty chain rasts just moving up the field, just like taking up space and stopping things. Right. And it was all that jumping around. But what are you gonna mm-hmm. do? Yeah, my night hunt is like was is basically focused on it was the executioner horde. Oh, okay. But they don't they don't have it anymore. But it's no. Nope. I, I would still do it. You know, it's it's basically it's like nine spirit hosts. Right. Plus the Lord Executioner, and then a kind of a guardian of souls kind of just runs behind them, That's and that my... unit just goes and just murders stuff. Just overwhelms you with sixes, basically. I see. See, that's my <laughs> problem with Night Haunt is all of the characters have these little special bubble effects, and I want them mm-hmm. all. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you can't have them all. You gotta, yeah. you gotta pick something. So, yeah. That's, I'll read. I'll write up a new list, and I'll, I'll play. I'll play it some more next time we get together. I'll bring it again. Yeah, man. We'll do something. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, let you know. Let, yeah, I, I, yep, I've got one. I may be going. <laughs> I may be stopping in at Grognards to get two. <laughs> so. All right, uh, Chris. Thanks for coming on and doing this. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up and let you go because we're doing it again tomorrow. Sweet. So, okay, folks. Uh, before we leave, I do want to thank um, our Patreon patrons one more time. Uh, before we go, those guys who are the almost one percent who make everything on the show possible, including our associate producers Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC Opie, and Big Jake. 
Uh, Colin Miller, our executive producer, and our newest patrons, Tyler McDonald and Bethany Davis. Thank you all so much for everything you do for this show. And uh, Chris, until tomorrow, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure.